What's up, Dama Nerds? Dama Nerds, Dama Nerds. I'm gonna say it 48 more times, just kidding, because it's episode 50. We got a big old milestone of an episode coming in hot. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, as always, Rod, over here, repping the Terra Squad. And also coming in out. hot. Also coming in hot. It's real fucking hot in Vancouver <laughs> right now. Um, and, but yeah, well, since I'm talking about Vancouver, it's uh, June 29th, 8.37 p.m. I'm chilling here on my balcony because my apartment's too goddamn hot to be in. Mm. Um, heat waves. And anyways, bringing the heat also, as always, is my co-host, my buddy over in Japan, MJ. Shibuya, what's, what's up, nerds? <laughs> Super excited for episode 50. It's going to be a good one. Uh, it's been a while since we got together in the virtual studio to record, so I'm excited for this one. Hells yeah. No distractions for me today. I'm all just set up in, in my little room. Excited for this one. It's going to be a good deep dive about mm-hmm. some some great more more old head stories because that's what we go you know we kind of focus on with with the nerds to kind of find the roots or for those new people who are joining hopefully they can listen to this episode and get become a little more acquainted get another another level of love for this game (laughs) and for the people the community around it especially for the ones that built it up but i would also like to say we like to introduce our third nerd again back to the virtual studio Haley bischoff what is up What's up, guys? <laughs> Thank you so much for letting me be the third nerd. I got my nerd glasses on today for oh, hey. Patreon. Spectacles. And also just out here roasting in Vegas like you guys up north. Yeah. Um, also about 8.38 p.m. We're in the same time zone here. <laughs> and very excited to interview, help co-host the Domin Nerds with one of my longtime friends and fellow OG women so i'll let you guys take it yes 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 definitely an og in the game i think that a lot of the old heads know about but uh if anyone listens to cafe kendama the review you definitely know this episode you definitely know more a little about her (laughs) welcome to this dominards episode 50 Kristen. can we get a virtual clap going Kristen, <laughs> Kristen, maybe your name is, last name is kind of confusing as mine is. Now I understand. <laughs> How do you say your last name? Uh, I say Olenek. Olenek. Yeah. Olenek. Some people say Olenek. Uh, yeah, it's Olenek to me. It's Ukrainian. It's, yeah. Okay. There's okay, a million sweet. different ways to spell it. I've uh, been called, yeah. It's been mispronounced a ton before, but that's how that's how I say it. <laughs> What's the weirdest way it's been pronounced? Uh, oink. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, oink. Yeah, that's straight up. I've been yeah called Ms. Oink before. <laughs> Ms. Yeah, oink. Now was that one. were yeah. they trying to make fun of you, or was that like a legitimate? No, this, no maybe they this is straight how you up just it? they just thought that's how they pronounced it. Or Oink. <laughs> I've also gotten that one a lot. That's at least like uh, like Oink. Like you, you're, you're just missing half the name here. Like, know, come on, that's right? <laughs> just laziness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least I've gotten feel some weird ones. Like, yeah, 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 kind of rude. Yeah. They Instead also of... struggle with my first name too, though. So, like, I don't feel that okay. bad. I've gotten like a million Christinas, Kirstens, Kirstens, oh, Christies, wow. like mm. so many of them. So, pretty much, I've just gotten very good at deciphering like when people mispronounce my name. <laughs> you can see in their face, maybe if they're yeah. trying to, so you just say it for them. Yeah, it's Kristen. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yes. Thanks for joining us, Kristen. You are a you. very integral part of Terra Kendama um, yeah. over in Canada in yeah. the Vancouver. So that's yeah. what we're going to be talking about today, as well as times of Kendama past and yeah. <laughs> you being in that scene as a woman and your perspective on it and then growing up until now we're going to be going in deep so this is going to be a good one so mm-hmm. cheers everybody cheers whatever you got cheers. it's still mid, it's midday for me mm. You know yeah, what they I'm say so about it's five o'clock somewhere <laughs> <laughs> yes that, i mean that it's yeah, true so i was just saying before recording how I guess anyone in any kind of hobby or no matter what it is, when you go into like the mode of remembering the past and just nostalgia Mm -hmm. kicks in, like there's something about that that just hits home and makes you smile. I was for some reason found some old like Kendama Europe videos. I think it was because, Oh, that's what it was. I was looking up, um, Mukai, what's his name? Tomoya, yeah, Tomoya Mukai. Oh, yeah. Mukai's yeah. videos, oh, Kendama performer, yeah. still performs Dude. now, so but good. definitely at a different level because mm-hmm. of the scene and how it's grown. Because back in the day, this dude was like he was, dude, he was a god in Kendama. He was like mm-hmm. EJC champion for like mm-hmm. three, yeah. four years in a row. Right, right. Yeah, he was at the AGC that we went to. I remember that. And yeah. he was just like so much more serious than everyone else yeah. there. He, was, he won the yeah. one that I went to as well. Yeah. A couple yeah. years later. Official. Official. And, the, yeah. and the deal with that competition was that if you were a foreigner that won, they would buy you a flight to the next event. So right. he, just got, right. he, won the, he won the one and then he just kept coming back and just ah, kept. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If, yeah, yeah he's he's crazy, man. Mr. Yeah. Red, always in the red shorts, oh, yeah. the red the jersey, whole, like, the red towel. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, I'm so sure we've talked about him before because I remember getting deep about how he has that intense like blink when he looks at his yes. dama before yeah. he yeah. does it. <laughs> like he's got like stretches. Yep. Oh man, yeah. yeah, he's he's an intense competitor to watch. Definitely actually. routine. Yeah. So I was looking up videos, I was trying to mm-hmm. find the story how Rod, you told me that he spikes fruit at the end of the comps. Yes. And I was trying yes. to look for that. I couldn't find yes. one, but yes. I did it then was- stumble <laughs> upon old, uh, uh, like a best trick competition, kind of like freestyle. At the Dan the- Jam, I think, right? At- yeah. Yeah. And I was so, so like, I'm like, man, I want to show this to everyone nowadays because mm-hmm. it was amazing to see how many of the players, they like landed a lunar after whatever kind of spacewalk and then they like yeah. looked at everyone cool cool and then they just walked <laughs> off they didn't spike it <laughs> yeah oh yeah because that's how we that's grew up with the jka yeah. like that's we knew you if you got to that point you like, knew that's good it. enough good. yeah that's fine yeah. we trust that you, if you can lunar you know how yeah. to spike it's fine. <laughs> well yeah. not even that i think it was just because there wasn't that mentality that kind of unwritten no, totally. rule that law no. of Spiking it is the completion. That's the period yeah. at the end of the sentence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's just interesting to see how the the evolution has come and to think about what it's going to be like. But then there's mm-hmm. that, and then I stumbled upon 2014 Kendama World Cup. Uh, that's when me personally met all of you guys. Yeah. Anyone from overseas. And it's when I had my short hair. I don't think I had a mustache really, but I found like again videos I think of you that. Did. Rod with your long ass hair. Born with that mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I might have I might have been growing out. But it was I have a picture from that year of you, yeah. me, and Eric and Keith 
when we oh, went to the shit. Sioux Lab for the first time. You remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I remember just meeting you, and because I'm seeing in the picture, you do this whole like metal thing where you're like, yeah, and hands <laughs> up, and you're, like, yes. and everybody's like all smiling and shit. And then there's MJ just, like, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? This guy's that, was, that was the thing that I have stopped doing because my wife's like. Because in Japan, when you die, like there's a nice like picture portrait of the person. They're like, when you die, MJ, there's gonna be no like normal pictures of you. Like in memory of MJ, like, oh God, black metal. No, Man, that would be oh that God. would be epic. No, don't listen to it. I wouldn't. <laughs> First impression, it's a last beautiful impression. representation exactly. of you. Exactly. <laughs> so, oh my god! But so yeah, so 2014. There's old videos. We're, that's gonna be maybe like the nerd homework. I think we forgot the past few episodes, but nerd homework, everyone. I'm sure uh, if you listen closely, there's always a little nerd homework. There's always, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, a few here and there, <laughs> whether we address um, it or not. Yeah. But, <laughs> but anyways, there's there's a, a YouTube channel, Super Night Rider 3000. You can see, you can find, you scroll down oh, deep. Yeah. six what? years ago, Kendama World Kapatsukaichi 2014. Oh, There's wow. a 40 minute video of us just practicing. Go check it out. The room is super tiny. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We're like shoulder to shoulder. People are still doing moonwalks like right next to each other. Oh, yeah. Um, it was just amazing so to see. And again, just like I was saying before, like just sitting on a lunar and taking it off and the evolution mm-hmm. to see what it was like back in the day of, of the comp, the first Kendama world cup to see what it's yeah. like now. It's like super official. It's, it's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. a, a, applaud of course, to glow. Ken, who always <laughs> yeah. just works so yeah. hard. And who also are, I think was it today are yes. celebrating their nine year anniversary. <laughs> Yes. Wow. yes. Wow. And shout out to Glowkin yeah. and much love to them for all that they do for Kendama mm-hmm. because holy oh, shit. They're incredible. Where, where would we be without right. without Glowkin? You know, like right. yeah. we would be banned from every house every in Japan. I mean, yeah, <laughs> forever. We'd, we'd probably just be banned from Japan as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. Okay, wait, Kendama have... is no longer a part of Japanese culture. These kids yeah. ruined it. That would be one of the things you cannot bring into the country anymore. Like they scan <laughs> your yeah. suitcase. Oh, you got a shitload like, of damas in there? Yeah, they yeah. got the signs up where it's like, do you have any yeah. drugs? Do you have any alcohol? Yeah. Do you have do any kendamas? <laughs> yeah, there's just like a picture of 2014 Kindle World yeah. Cup. Everyone's just standing there, damas on there. You're this group, this gang? Big X yeah. through it. They're just. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. I was going to say, okay, so I have a little more nerd homework and I don't think this is the same guy that you're talking about who filmed this, whatever video on this random ass channel. But (laughs) at the end of the Kusa video from the 2014 world cup, remember the guy that was just standing like this, like with his Dama, like just blankly looking into like whatever (laughs) it's not this guy. Right. This is a different guy. No, that guy was... It, yeah. it can't be that guy. That guy no. was okay. not holding a camera. He was, no. unless yeah. that Dama was no. a secret camera or he had like <laughs> some crazy <laughs> hidden camera that nobody knew. I, I hope that's the case, oh, honestly. That, twist. that, that would be amazing. No. Okay, that is if that's the case, I, that, that man clip. deserves a reward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> find the clip. You have to see the clip. Yeah. It is legendary. It is, it is. Beautiful. That poor guy. Probably and that clip is not even that much. long. It was like, I, no. the, the actual raw clip of that <laughs> is so much longer. And the guy is just standing there and yeah, just looking at the Dama. Just yeah. 
It was for it was for forty minutes as yeah. he was. Killing. Oh my god! <laughs> if, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh man. Oh shit. Oh uh, shit. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> From these simple kind of beginnings, it grows into what we see mm-hmm. it. You know. And it's interesting too with the growth, not only has it grown like into a whole other level, but now with like the whole mm-hmm. COVID world and being forced oh, man, into yeah. online realms. Like it's look so at what different. they've like even like mm-hmm. you know the World Cup versus all the other online events, like it's just the way they did it, like it looks like fucking sports center made it. You know, like, yeah, yeah, it's so I know Kendama really came from humble beginnings, at least in North America, where like, you know, when we discovered it (laughs) pretty much. Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. All right. Well, so let's let's take that. Let's take that time frame time warp back over to Kristen. Let's hear it all the way back from even before you met Smith. I heard from Rod. You met Rod first. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so let's go back to those wow. days. Very briefly. And very briefly. here, yeah. <laughs> what were your first impressions of, of oh, was Rod, did Rod even have his dreads yet? Were they no, short dreads? No, even short hair. All right. He didn't even have long hair. Yeah. It was yeah, on um, its way to being long. So yeah. what did you think of this guy? <laughs> oh, it always man. is. Well, okay. So I met Rod yeah. when I was like, I don't know. 14 or something and I think Rod was like 16 because he was like high school dating my friend <laughs> and, uh, and, we, and we went to the water park together and uh, fucking, I remember like yeah Rod and my friend Sarah and Rod's mm-hmm. brother even came Brian came with us to yeah, the water park yeah he did and I, I just remember like Rod had like super short curly hair he had like a Che Guevara hat or something like that oh, I yeah, the combat hat yeah, I was a little hardcore kid hat. man I was all so about it and he had like not snake bites but like two like lip rings like right like on, on my I left remember side. Which side left side yeah it totally uh-huh. was left side yeah I don't know he was he was character man but like it took me a, a while to realize like after I met you again like later in like hardcore bands and stuff like that I, I totally like recognized you but I, I couldn't remember from where it was because you had just <laughs> changed so much like clearly like in the like five or six years that when we had like first met each other and because suddenly it's like you went from like having super short hair and like just a little like yeah combat hat little like hardcore kid into like a total like hippie dude with like dreadlocks down to his ass and like tattoos and <laughs> vegan and just like so ch- it's like it took me like a good like few times of like hanging out with you to be like wait a second there's no way this is the same dude is it like there's no way <laughs> i mean yeah i was i was still pretty metal back then though even with oh, the yeah. dreads and shit oh yeah in the metal oh, band yeah. swinging swinging those dreads yeah around. that's true that's yeah. true that's true yeah yeah <laughs> i miss right? those days when yeah. new metal was like kind of creeping its way into the you know kind of cooler realm possibly if there if oh it, yeah was. We were, oh, yeah my first band Edmonton, that like played shows sure. was very new metal and yeah. like, I remember like we were from Calgary or no, Calgary was like a place where there was a lot of new metal bands. And then Edmonton was more like hardcore kind of scene. And so we mm-hmm. would play shows in Edmonton and we were from Edmonton and people would be like, go back to Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I remember that happened at a oh, show yeah. once and we yeah. didn't give a shit. We were just having fun. We were just laughing. And then, so that was our joke for fucking years later. Go back to Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Okay, okay. So, yeah. so Chris. There's also for people who don't know, Edmonton and Calgary have a bit of a rivalry thing right, going right. on. Oh, so. Yeah, more, uh, York, more than a bit. More than a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, okay, okay. So you grew up in the same town. I mean, it's a high school. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, not the same high school, but yeah, we, no. I, we're clearly in like similar circles. Yeah. Like I grew up in Edmonton too. So yeah. Okay. Okay. And then, and, okay. So that's crazy. I mean, yeah, there's gotta be something, some yeah. destiny is taking his hand right now because <laughs> right? Matt once parted ways, came back together. Now one, when you, when you met Rod, second oh, time true. you met him, through yeah. f- through going what through hardcore shows yeah i was yeah. gonna ask was it like at a vespertine show or something i want to say yeah because i mean it would have been like with alex because like yeah you yeah how did you first meet alex well, it, it would have been alex around then. because i was playing well we played shows together his band vespertine yeah. battle scene played with my band paris so was, on a good day and i think the yeah. first time we played together was that show ncjc oh yeah no what was it no something no just, no just no competition only- yeah, no, no competition. competition, only something. NCJC. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. I still have the I still have the mix CD. Oh for that. no, no competition, just collaboration. That's yeah, what that's what it is. Thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. NCJC. Yeah. 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 I think that was the first time our bands played together. And yeah. I would have met him then for sure. Yeah. So but and like, I was there for that. So I feel like yeah. it probably would have been it might have been there. around there. Yeah. And that was well before Kendama. That was like Oh yeah, like I don't know, 2006, seven. Yeah, I was going like to say that. five, five or six. Yeah, five yeah. even, something like that. So it was like well before we found Kendama. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it was so just that... through like hardcore bands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And then you were connected to that because you enjoyed the music. Are you a, yeah, are you a oh, heavy yeah. metal, hardcore kid? Yeah, man. I was, yeah, really into like hard, uh, kind of like metal core. Like for a while, I was really into like emo stuff. I totally went through the scene story kid phase a bit. You know, <laughs> it's like a bit of an embarrassing past of mine. Sort of, sort of that genre. But yeah, no, I really, I was really into like, yeah, just like heavier music, like metal, hardcore, that like, you know, post emo post screamo all that kind of shit i honestly don't know any of these like titles that well alex has spent many times trying to like tell me exactly what the divisions are and all <laughs> okay these, yeah, like, yeah 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 in these uh streams but yeah i used to love like listening to all that stuff i would spend like most of high school going to just like shows and stuff with brett actually because uh our yeah mutual friend brett he's a big metal head in the day so yeah so we did that yeah. There you go. Wow. So it sounds yeah. like there's because yeah. I've I've heard of Brett plenty of times on the show. Yeah. Rod he's, bringing him he's up. He's infamous. <laughs> he is. Right. Right. Yeah. We'll have him on the show at some point. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Who's yeah. who's been talked about? Is he's one also of, he's also the captain of the boat that I'm about to go yeah. embark on this oh, yeah. journey with. Captain yeah, Klein. Captain Cannonball <laughs> Klein. We're, we'll have we'll have a cannonball yeah. episode. Don't yeah. you worry, Patreon. Yeah. So, but yeah, basically, like Brett <laughs> is, fellow nerds. has been like was kind of the crux of a lot of like our hanging out and everything in uh, in high school. And Alex, because they were in Brett and Alex were in like Vesper Team Battle Scene, like a band together. And so yeah, I was just like around that a lot. We like went to all their shows. I was usually usually taking photos and stuff of the band and everything. And uh, yeah. That I that's probably how like Rod and I met again. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah, just in that scene hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you became friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah right. How can we you all... not be friends with Rod? <laughs> I mean, that is a good question. That's a great question. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. such a nice dude. Always like be friends with everyone. Just any kind yeah. of like click in the high school, you know, he'd be the one that could like chill and vibe with everybody. Oh yeah. I could see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not so much in high school with that combat hat. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> you should bring it back, honestly. Where it's the next it, you know, Maybe I'll, oh, maybe yeah. I'll go, go hit up the old Fuck army it. surplus store and get a new cat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fuck yeah. Right? Yeah. I'll get a couple Zawa pins instead of the heavy metal band pins. I'll put a couple Zawa <laughs> pins on yeah, it yeah, instead. Right? Now we're talking. Yeah, maybe you know, I'll get my lip pierced again. <laughs> Bringing it back. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I don't know about that. I just do the hat. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that again. So I'll stick to my tattoos. <laughs> yeah. You right. kind of have to. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, as if I have a choice, right? <laughs> good point. Good point. So, okay. So then you met up again, Mm -hmm. became friends with everyone. Brett, was it Brett, I believe, who brought Kendama Mm -hmm. to everyone's doors? Kind of? Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like before. He gave me my first one. Yeah. Before Brett, like, um, brought it, like, you know, kind of into the circle. Like, um, Alex actually found it from like another friend of ours, Connor Corbett, who's just like a ski friend. And I went to, High school with them, I think. Um, mm-hmm. He was just at Stonehouse. It was like a pub, like in Edmonton, and like mm-hmm. had one. And I don't even know where he got it from. Maybe he was skiing in Japan or something. Um, but he bet Alex like a bucket of wings or something like that if he could like get it on a cup like first try. And Alex did, so he won it. And like, so he came back afterwards and told me about this. He's like, oh, there's, there was this cool like ball and cup toy kind of thing. Whoa. And like, <laughs> and then it wasn't until a few months later, I want to say, like in the summer that then Alex, Brett, and I were at Heritage Days, which is a, or uh, I don't know, I think I was there for that, Um, uh, Heritage Days when it's like a, kind of like a bunch of pavilions from different countries and they have food and toys and stuff from their respective countries and the Japan booth had kendamas. So Brett and Alex both bought like red TK-16s from that booth and yeah, from then it was kind of always like around me at that point. So yeah, that's... Yeah, that so was the he, first like, Kendama I ever saw. Yeah. was one of those. Yeah, the red, red mm-hmm. TK. So, yeah, oh yeah, the one so. that I have tattooed on my neck. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Never yeah. forget. Whoa. Okay. Okay. So, wow. I don't know, uh, Haley, if you can uh, relate to this. Maybe not so much. I don't know if you're such a metalhead or a, a hardcore. <laughs> I went through a phase. I did. I dated a guy who was in a metal band and I was like 16. So I was like, yeah, I like it too. You know, like (laughs) I'm into this. (laughs) And we'd go to the shows and like he played guitar, actually a very talented guitar player. And he's still a friend of mine. Nice. Um, But he, I don't remember the name of their band, but they were very like metalcore. So I was super into like August Burns Red and like Data Remember and all those kind of bands. We went to a warp tour. Um, Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and then like got all the band tees, did the whole thing. You're 16, you know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> and then that ended. But, but some of us do because no, I, I was like doing 15. that when I was 16, yeah. 15, and I'm still okay. there. But it wasn't it wasn't my true, it wasn't the true bish, you okay, know. Okay. Like yes, that was yes. who I was. Mm-hmm. Um I, I did waters. like the music at the time. Sure, I could get into it, but like looking back, I'm like, I could not listen to it now, mm-hmm. you know. And that's with no hate to anyone who likes metal. I mean, you like Alex, what you like. But Alex uh and I totally yeah. discovered like metal and like hardcore stuff again. We went through a phase, like both of us kind of went through a phase where we just stopped listening to it and listened to other stuff. Uh-huh. But I think with the pandemic, we really got back into it again. Alex is like <laughs> everything that he's played. It's like on Spotify, it's like it can start out so soft and then it just like trickles into like just super heavy hardcore music like no matter what yeah. Yeah. Smith likes that like the weird shit too he gets yeah. into that like, like Psyopis kind of, kind of he loves shit Psyopis. I know yeah. he does that's why yeah. I said yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, like that's like, like oh that. I, I do too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I just I know yeah. Smith. That Smith's particular brand is yeah, it's good. I, so, I'm I've been more so into like the more droning kind of stuff. Like I've been Ooh. so into daughters lately. Like daughters Ooh. is so mm. which which like, daughters? I never listened the, to which album. I don't know whichever the Skull album is. I'm terrible at names. Like is it Hell songs? Like or, or Canada songs? Mm, not Canada songs. Or is it the, the newer album? One. Uh, mostly a little bit the newer album because Alex has been putting it on, but mostly the uh, one with the whatever the skull, the, the one with like the like weird vocals album. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, saying the one with the skulls, Rod. I don't know yeah. the album <laughs> number. I just know what it's called. <laughs> Google it. Okay. So yeah, I, just, I wanted really to bring this up because Sorry. I've yeah because I've I've made the connections and I'm sure plenty of people who've done their own research on Kendama and how it began. We all see that skiing, mm-hmm. extreme sports, inline, uh, yeah. inline rollerblading, rollerblading, skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, these, these things that, that were like a magnet for misfit mm-hmm. kids, usually kids who kind of didn't do Definitely. so well. They kind of didn't fit with, I guess, whatever the norm quote unquote would be. And they kind of found themselves in this community. Same yeah. with heavy metal and hardcore people. I think I mm-hmm. definitely like really uh, uh, resonate with that as well. So when I picked up a Kendama and learned about like the scene, like I had that same kind of feeling with it. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to hear Chris and with you, since you were also growing up in that kind of under, not under, not the norm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was counterculture. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. It, uh probably very angsty and just like you know the idea of like rebelling against the man i'm gonna be my own person kind of thing and i don't know i've I've, i never really made that connection at the time but like you're totally right it it really does like intersect with all of these other sort of fringe sports like counterculture sports and Mm. and and ideologies and stuff and like yeah at least in the early days for sure i could i could see that like i was kind of always on like the edge of kendama like i i for the first like six months or so i didn't even have my own i just kind of play with alex's once in a while and he'd be like ah i gotta get you one of these one day i'm like no no it's fine it's cool but like yeah it it really was just like this new novel different thing and all of our friends just kind of latched onto it really quickly and we really didn't have to convince anyone like, hey, this is cool. You should try it. It's just like, you know, we'd bring it out to stuff and people would be like, what is that? Let me try it kind of thing, you know? Like, so it, it wasn't, it wasn't hard to get all of our friends like into it. It was, yeah. Right. Like, especially because we like, we, um, like we partnered it with so many like parties, like again, Brett's house, like hosted so many Kendama contests and parties and keggers. And like, it was just like, I don't know. It flowed very easily. Like it, you know, I I feel like everyone, all of our friends and everyone around us and myself too, just like latched onto it because it was just so easy to like play for 10 minutes and then you get bored, you put it away and you come back to it later. Mm -hmm. And then, but it was always there. So yeah. Yeah. Was your friend group mostly guys at the time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Absolutely. how it was for me, too. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. So, I mean, still to this day, like, uh, most of my mm-hmm. friends, like, in, at least, like, locally are all guys. So, yeah. Like, you know, when I was a kid, I grew up with all 
all guy friends pretty much. Like I had, I had like friends that were girls like as a kid, but you know, you grow apart or like one of them would go to a different school or, or something, you know, I moved a lot as a kid as well. So it's like, you know, a lot of my friends were just like guys and I would just end up doing what they did. And like, you know, that was, yeah, that was part of it too. But, uh, yeah, it was just, I don't know. Kendama was infectious at that time for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I super relate to that. Do, do you yeah. uh, have other siblings, brothers, sisters? No, I have two step siblings, but they're like ten years older than me, so I'm okay. the only child. Like All otherwise, right. yeah. All right, because I was yeah. thinking, like, like when Haley was mentioning, you know, her she has brothers or a mm-hmm. brother too. Sorry, Haley, one brother, like one, one. Yeah, how you could like you yeah, know feel still comfortable with, if there's like a lot of guys around, like you know you're mm-hmm. you're not compared to mm-hmm. someone who is maybe a, an old only child who is a woman, yeah, only have sisters and stuff. So yeah. I could definitely feel that. But yeah. w- with your background again being within hardcore heavy metal, you just look at that mm-hmm. scene and yeah, there's not a lot of women in that. Also, not at all. But yeah. at the same time, like I I don't know, I'd like. Again, it's it's one of those things that, like, at least me personally, I never felt not welcome in the metal scene. Like, I felt really, like, really welcome. I remember being at a show, I think it was Sounds of the Underground, like, <laughs> show. It was, like, major, major, huge. It was, like, Guar, like, headline that Guar, show. Lamb of man. God was oh, at that God. show. Opeth, yeah. like, all these crazy, like, huge Throw bands. And I Did remember, you go like, into the human meat grinder? Of course I did. It's like amazing. Oh, what? <laughs> but like, I remember being in the middle of the mosh pit and like someone's like, someone dropped their glasses or something and one person heard someone be like, oh no, I dropped my glasses. And like everyone stopped and like spread out and everyone helped find <laughs> this dude find his glasses. Whoa. And then like everything just resumed after that. So I, I mm. feel like, I don't know, the metal scene and kind of what I felt about the Kendama scene is that it can feel um it can feel exclusive at times or it can feel aggressive or it can you know the metal scene specifically it can feel really like intimidating but they're just a huge family of people that just want to share in their joy of metal music and Mm -hmm. like you know it's super welcoming so i never even though it was like very few women around in that scene like i never felt not welcome you know so Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah It's interesting. And I felt the same way about Kendama at that time, you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how like uh out of these sub-genres that we're talking about, like Kendama would be the one that almost like anyone could get into. It's like, you know, you think about mm-hmm. skateboarding, you can't just be like, hey, friend, try this out, or hey, yeah. listen <laughs> to this heavy metal album. Probably yeah. the norm the normal mm-hmm. kind of person, the person who isn't maybe exposed to that kind of stuff would be standoffish, like right yeah. away. Where at Kendama, there's a little bit more of a, a nice, it's like, it's like, look at this, like, hey kid, you want this candy? It's so- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, looks, like it looks like candy at the beginning. Yeah. And it, it is still it is candy, but <laughs> but I wanted to connect to how it's like. Even though it's the, is more accessible than the other mm. subgenres, it's the one that I find the again. I feel bad saying it no, now that I'm saying it so many Say like it. the normal person, yeah, yeah, quote unquote cookie cutter kind of maybe the person who hasn't found their their niche. Mm-hmm. They're the mm. ones I think to step away from it early. Yeah, mm. Kendama. Where yeah. then you look at like us people who have found a niche like me with metal mm-hmm. and hardcore, it's like, that's where I am and I commit to it. So same with this new thing that came in my mm-hmm. life, Kendama, I love it just the same. 
and it's not something I'm going to step away from. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, like that, that, that the, yeah. the outsider love is stronger mm-hmm. than the cookie cutter. I feel love. like too, mm-hmm. a lot of people in Dama and this may be a huge generalization, but um, a lot of people that play Dama also have another hobby or another skill or another mm-hmm. talent. Like I don't, there are many people who just play a lot of Kendama and spend a lot of their time doing it and they're really good at it. But I feel like all those people still have something else they do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like people that are like us or in this community or like-minded are people that just like to be multifaceted with their talent. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why Kendama attracts people because those types of people can bring it to everything else that they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. I think that's a good point. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. yeah, that's just like a thing that you want to just do too, you know, like there's so many things in life, like you can do anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Kendama's great, like music's great, all that shit's great. But then when you do all of them, then you get a little bit of everything, you know, mm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, definitely. Got to feel around. Exactly. Yeah, feel around. <laughs> and that's what we're all doing. Who <laughs> 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 feels around? That, yeah, that Kendama was something for us. So it's... It, but for you, Kristen, I feel mm-hmm. like it, it, it's grown into something that is a huge part of your life, more than just the average person oh, or yeah. even more than just the pro who is sponsored. Um, it's become a livelihood of yours. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's my every so day. How, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how is it um, to, to look back when you were when you were younger, when you first picked up that TK-16? Did you? Oh, yeah. in, well, you probably didn't envision um this outcome definitely didn't envision this outcome yeah, <laughs> the yeah. first time i picked up a kendama right <laughs> but, yeah 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 and and you definitely have i think uh, uh alex your partner mm-hmm. in crime to to help support you and you supported him of course mm-hmm. to get to where you guys are so was there like a, a a point where you were thinking like to continue with it was it all like gas at the beginning you're like let's do this <laughs> No, it was very organic. It was like okay. very much like both of us were in first year university, I want to say maybe second. No, I think it was first year university. So we, I mean, we were both in school for other things. I was in school for photography and design. Alex was in school for chemistry. Um, and this was like just really fun. I can see new, him in a lab coat for some right? reason. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some crazy frizzled bears making mad yeah. scientist experiments. He turns around and has a dab rig on the other yeah. side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were we were just in school for for other things and this was this was fun. Like I mean um before the review just to kind of like refresh my memory we went back and watched all the KE edits um mm. that we did and I forgot that we did like four of them in one summer it was like this is insane we were pumping out edits like faster than we can as like a professional company can you know like it was (laughs) nuts so it was just so fun and easy and we were just that's what we did in our spare time um and uh you know, I was still in school and Alex, I, it was just over the summer that he just decided he was going to turn a Kendama because he, he and our friend Ben like had played uh, Kendama for a little while at that point. They're like, ah, we, I think we know what a good Kendama is. Like we can, we can try and make one. And he just like straight up bought a lathe. And even I was like, Whoa, like, yeah, you're actually going to do this. This is sweet. Okay, cool. <laughs> and so I was kind of watching from the sidelines. And, uh, you know, in design school, like learning all these skills of like photography and how to build a website and how to like market yourself as a designer and everything. And uh, and they were just trying to like put these kendamas like on 
big cartel and sell them. And just me watching from the sidelines, I was like, oh, this is atrocious. Oh no. Okay. I'm going to step in here <laughs> and like help you out. Cause like, like clearly you're learning a lot of skills mm-hmm. at like making kendamas, but like your skills at building a website and taking a photograph. Ooh, like I, I'll help you out with that kind of thing. <laughs> and so like Tara just kind of like grew that way. We just kind of figured it out as we went and it was just, going to be like a summer job or a side side gig because it was fun and we wanted to do it and uh it wasn't really until alex finished his undergrad um i was going into my master's at that point um or like i was transitioning from my like undergrad to my uh, master's and he had finished where he was like oh i might just like do this for a while because like i just wanted i just want some time off and like before i head into like real jobs or real life kind of thing Mm. um and then just kind of kept growing from that and then when i finished my master's i was like well here's here's tara like i've been doing this kind of like part-time for like so many years now while doing my master's like why don't i just keep doing this for a while and like this doesn't have to be forever let's just like kind of keep doing it and like that's i think that's like the measure of a really great hobby or a great job or like a sign that you really love what you're doing when you know you don't have to have this grand master plan of how it's going to make you a million dollars and you just like exit and run um it's you know doing what you love because you love to do it and if it allows you to have a livelihood to keep doing it to keep helping others do it then like great like that's what that's what the goal is in life is it not to like love what Mm. you do and (laughs) have fun so yeah that's kind of how it's kind of how tara grew it's just kind of just kept going and we just love it yeah well definitely you can't only run on passion i think you know the Mm -hmm. thinking about how to monetize how to get some sort of income for yourself to sustain you in your life as well as Mm -hmm. the business and to, to grow it into something else that's where it takes something like where example like maybe if you didn't step in and say don't use this big cartel <laughs> template like who knows what yeah. would have happened to tara maybe but if we got fired or it would have just been like all right we're still making damas just like every once in a while and yeah. on this simple website and honestly i think that's okay like you know not everyone's like sometimes if your passion if you get to do that every day and it doesn't make you a living, like that's fine. You don't have, not every single person has to start their own Kendama company. If they love Kendama, like there's a lot of ways that you can engage in this, um, in this community and, and have fun and everything. But yeah, it like for us, it just, it just worked. Uh, like we, we worked off of each other's skill sets and just kept going. And yeah, it's, it turned into a livelihood for us, which is, which is great because definitely changes your relationship with Kendama. But um, it's still very, very fulfilling. And it's just fulfilling in a different way now because it's my everyday. So, yeah. 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 I feel like there's something to be said about just like if you like something and you Mm -hmm. want to do it or you see yourself doing it, just starting before you're ready. Because Mm -hmm. like there's never going to come a point where you're like, oh, okay, now I'm officially ready to launch this thing. Like, (laughs) you know, sometimes you just have to like Mm -hmm. make the shitty website or take a shitty photo and put it out there and then just learn from it and you know i don't don't know if you guys would have been where you are if you didn't have you know yeah right i know (laughs) beginning yeah so i'm like that's yeah great point sometimes you just have to you just have to start and it doesn't mean that you have to like jump full in and do absolutely everything but you just have to start if you love doing something just try it and don't be afraid Mm -hmm. to make mistakes because man we've made a lot of mistakes over the years but that's part of 
part of learning and that's just part of like mm-hmm. getting better and improving. And, and I think that's like very true to Kendama in itself. Like, you know, don't be Absolutely. afraid to make mistakes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Was there anything out of the, uh, the, the stuff you created with Tara that you felt, I mean, everything as a creator, you look back and you can say <laughs> it's never finished. You can never really put yeah. a bow on it. You're like, it's, it's, it's never completed. It just, it's fit. Like it's always, what was the term? Mm-hmm. I, I heard this from like a, uh, a director and it really was like, that makes yeah. sense. Like it's never complete, but like you just finish it. Like it's just because finished, there's a yeah. due date. It's like, <laughs> oh, this is when yep. we have to just stop stop working because or else it's never going to be complete. <laughs> yeah. You know? I had several, several professors tell me that it's kind of just like, it's done when you just say it's done and yeah. it doesn't mean that it's complete or it doesn't mean that it's like finished. It's just, you just have to move on to something else. And right. same thing. I, I had many architecture professors that said that it's like, you will be working on this door detail for the rest of your life because you will be trying to perfect this like one detail or the, this one thing that you just really want to have it done and you see like so many great great architects where a lot of their buildings you can see like a thread running through it same thing with painters with artists with designers you can see there's this thread running through that all of their work that ties it together because you can tell they're just like really trying to like master that one thing and they never feel like they quite get there but that's part of it it's yeah Yeah. same thing with kendama it's like so you can't really master it. You can get better and better and better and change what you're working on and, and, yeah. and perfect it in little ways, but like, yeah, never right. quite finishes. <laughs> and then even then, like sometimes you have a good day. Sometimes you have a bad day. Sometimes it's like, exactly. I cannot get this airplane. What the hell? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Sometimes oh, man, you go yeah. and stand on the train tracks in the hot sun and grind for six hours on a trip. I heard about that. I heard about man. that. Man, I've been on the grind lately for this trick. You have no idea. I put in yeah. like, oh no, I think like 14 oh, hours yeah. on this trip. Yeah. And we've been there Damn. for some of it. And yeah, we, oh man. Yeah. A lot of solo he's sessions. He's been grinding. Yeah, man. he's been grinding. Respect. It yeah. sucks. I got the worst sunburn on my neck the other day. It was yeah. like one of the hotter days in Vancouver. It was like, let's go film this trick. Yeah. I've been trying it so much. It's going to just sit there. It's going to be like that, five tries, right? Right. Yeah. Oh nope. yeah. That's Wrong another. Again. That's, a- <laughs> 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 oh, that's another thing about like uh, old heads, like in Kendama though, like the grind mentality is just not there anymore. It's just not the same. Oh my God. Anymore. Yeah. I relate like, with that so all. hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. It's yeah. not there. It's even, even talking to like Max, like who's on like our flow team and where he's like working oh, for wow. us. He totally, he'll like film a trick and it's like for five minutes and be like, Oh no, it's just, it's not there yet. No, I'll try this later. Like when Mm -hmm. I've like practiced it more or something and like, it's not, it's not bad. Like one, one method is not better or worse than the other, but I can tell just even with like, yeah, like it's different mindsets for sure. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, I'm like not Mm -hmm. ready to film this trick because I'm not, I, you know, I, I can't get it in 10 minutes, so I'm not ready for it. But like the old school, like OG days of Kendama, it's like, no, you film it till you get it. And if that means that it takes <laughs> yeah. you 20 hours to do it, you, you do it. And you're just in for the grind, you know? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And I definitely like, Oh my gosh, I, I can appreciate both of them. I can, I can see mm-hmm. both sides. Like sometimes you're just like, Oh man, like, and there's a time and place just, for both. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you just got to let it go and like, you know, film it later mm-hmm. or film something else. And then there's the, the other times like, 
I definitely like have that personality sometimes. It's like, if I do it, it proves I can do it. So I'm going to do it. You know, like that, mm. that old school mentality. Mm. Yeah. 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 I yeah. used to do that all the time with biking and with like pretty much mm-hmm. everything in my life. It's like, well, if I, everyone says I can't do it. So if I do it, that proves I can do it. So I'm just going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No matter yeah. how long it takes. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I feel yeah, like we yeah. used to grind a lot more back in the day. And I don't know Definitely. if you guys relate to this, but like, I remember myself like in my college room, like just learning Kendama, doing, trying to hit my first lunar. And I'm on like a tribute, <laughs> single stripe, slick ass. Yeah. No yeah. But the best part is that I was filming it on my, like my old MacBook photo booth. Like, you know, oh, how you like press the video oh, yeah. and it's like the front camera. Oh, like yeah. I, and I was in my room and I was like, I'm going to fucking do it. And I got it <laughs> and I have it somewhere, but I feel like that footage yes. is just so yeah. far gone. I've been but I was like, I just, like yeah, Hell the yeah. grind yeah. then was real. Oh, it was just real. Just the like, and see, like I thought, I thought that those days were like yeah. kind of over, you know, I didn't expect this much of a grind <laughs> it's like at this point i'm just like well fuck like god like you're I'm, in too deep now don't like, get me you wrong don't get me wrong i'm gonna fucking do it mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll see you'll all see <laughs> there, maybe by the time this episode airs yeah there especially you, yeah. you dama i will be it will be <laughs> I think it's like, uh, you made a good point, Rod, how it's like, we did have to grind. Like there was no other option. Mm -hmm. If you really wanted to get that trick, you either continue the grind or you just abandon ship because there's like Mm -hmm. the limitations to the, to the Kendama where now it has increased so much. So Mm -hmm. you've possibly there's, there's the idea of like, you can do more or you should do more. Uh, Mm -hmm. and then, and then as well as like, how, how everyone's posting on Instagram, everyone wants like quick, depending on who they are, if there's someone who's like trying to upload every day or something. Um, because mm-hmm. when we were in it, it was just YouTube, so you kind of had the time, there was no one expecting yeah. you to put something out right away, um, unless mm-hmm. you like set that mm-hmm. goal for yourself. But it, it, that was another place, almost like a safe spot where it's like it's okay to spend so much time on this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Instagram wasn't a thing then, so there was no pressure to be like, oh, if I'm not like posting today, then the algorithm's gonna miss me, or like I mm-hmm. got there's none of that, you know, back when we were first playing Kendama. It was like literally just like let's go find like the coolest lookout spot and like just grind for like five hours and hope we get it before Man. like the sun goes down. <laughs> the yeah. of times. I will oh. also say though, like <laughs> yeah. back at that time too, when like I don't know what year you started playing, Kristen. What year was it? Uh 2008 some not okay so you're a couple years before me yeah but like at that time when we when you wanted the grind part of my mentality was like i'm gonna be one of the only people that can do like a double lunar flip you know like at that time like (laughs) yeah we're one of the only people who could actually do mm-hmm. those tricks. Definitely. And now it's like, if you can't do a double lunar flip, then like, you're still a beginner. Right. But at that time it was oh, like, yeah. Oh, she could do double lunar flips. Like, what? Like, you <laughs> right? know, so it's like, I you know. wanted to have your name with that trick, but mm-hmm. now I'm like, I can't keep up. So yeah. no. <laughs> I totally remember that. I yeah. remember like yeah. at battle in Seattle, I think it was like meeting like Turner and a bunch of the Kusa guys for the first time, like right when Alex was like announced like on their team. And I remember very vividly having a conversation with Turner and she's like, Oh, like, why don't you like film anything? And I was like, Oh, I filmed like a couple things like with KE, but like 
you know, my Edmonton, but like, you know, I just, I like filming kind of thing, but he's like, but can you lunar? I was like, yeah, I can lunar. He's like, well then you should film. Like that's so good. And that was like back in the day when like if you could lunar, that was like, that's it. You're, you're yeah. good. You're done. Like, you're, yeah. So you're done. You're done. Yeah. So that I was literally the mindset is hilarious. Yeah. And it's Why like, you lunar? might be the first like, what person is it? to do it. Man, I don't know. It, it just seemed impossible. I'll never forget seeing Colin Sanders yeah. at yeah. seven. He does yeah. a lunar. I'm like, what the actual fuck is this sorcery? There's no <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. Like I was losing Breaking my goddamn physics. mind. Yeah. 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 Oh man. I know. So I don't weird. know. Yeah. That lunar was like definitely like the threshold at the time. And like, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. totally remembered like, it was like, yeah, when I can lunar, I'm, I'm just going to be done. I, there are no more tricks. Yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah. It was pure yeah. balance then because mm-hmm. with whatever we were Before playing we were with, on. it was all mm-hmm. slick Thomas yeah. slick paint. So, so when you would see someone, yeah, Colin Sander hit that mm-hmm. lunar or Trey even like back. And it's like, like, yeah. no, like I don't mm-hmm. like that's, that's yeah. unattainable. So I can, but yeah. Yeah. Like to kind of circle back to the like no spiking thing that like, you know, I wasn't considered like ending the trick to spike it. I remember at EJC when uh, some of the JKA guys came out and they were doing like Q and Don testing and stuff. And I, I went for the Q because I was like, oh, I'm not quite ready for the Don yet, but whatever. So I, I remember one of the last trick, like I did Mushkami and a bunch of like, uh, like spike or turn big cup, little around Japan, that kind of stuff. But the last one was you had to do a lighthouse and hold it for three seconds and mm-hmm. like it was no spiking it after that it's just like you have to like pull up to the lighthouse and hold it for three seconds um and i remember i was on like my last try and it was so hot because we were in poland and i was just dripping sweat everywhere and so i like pull up to this like lighthouse and i thought i got i thought i had it and then it started sliding and so i was like oh no and i started following it across like the the hall and then i I'd pause it and he'd be like one Two, and then it would start sliding again. It was like a 20-second like lighthouse just trying to get this thing to stay on the this is Zora. And I finally got it. It was like one, two, three, and like it was so exciting. Like oh my god, it. you know so, like, what we should do? So start a contest where you can only use slick ass damas. Yes, Dude, yes. yes, absolutely. And just do all the same tricks and be like, see guys, mm-hmm. yeah. see why see we're over the grind. Like yeah. and short strings. <laughs> Yes. Oh, short string, like literally just a TK or like JKA Dama cop yeah. where that's yeah. all also, you can use. It's also yeah. in. I mean, it's in neutral. It's like an equalizer. It's like now you know. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. that was the other thing. It's like you know having every single person have to do a contest on like the same kendama, or if there it was only like you know Azoras or TK sixteens or shit and Fujis. You you knew that when someone did that trick, it was legit as fuck because it's like yeah. you know how hard that kendama is, and it wasn't yeah. like a. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like a trick of like which kendama, which technology do you have? It's like mm-hmm. if you did it on that kendama, you knew that that trick was legit. Yeah. So <laughs> I swear we gotta go yeah. back to those days. We gotta there, have there, we gotta have a contest. So down. There yeah, were a do few like the, yeah. <laughs> I think JKA still, you know, has their damas that they approve and for their yeah. competitions, those are the ones that you have to use. They still abide by string yeah. length, uh yeah. three second mm-hmm. rule and stuff. So mm-hmm. just being but a uh, a little inaccessible for everyone that lives outside of Japan to yeah. go to those events and do that. But True. I remember OC, uh, Alex Hirota did a yeah. few competitions where it was Ozora's only. Uh, we could, but we oh, saw what? the negative effect uh, when Matt Sweets during MKO at the at the what was uh, it, finals took yeah, everyone's that, kendamas well, away. 
Why is that negative? What? That was great. I mean, yeah, it was funny. It was funny for. Come on, what was who was it? Sam Cannon. <laughs> I was, was up there. I was fucking doing that shit too, just whapping that motherfucking dude. I got the black Azora. Of course, I was whacking the shit out of it. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta choose the color. No, oh. they gave us like a. It was a random thing, and I got the black one. I was the only one that got black. Everybody got like a green, <laughs> a red, a yellow. Fish got a, I think tracking it was, all yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like. Yeah. I pushed on the cups, oh uh, like God. with the the bevel, like in the cup. I pushed on it mm-hmm. as hard as I could and just twisted it, so the cups like. <laughs> Cut a fucking stripe in it, kind of. Okay, oh, wow, nice. It, like, obviously not perfect. Go. Like, I'm yeah, I'm no Picasso whacking an Azora, but you know, I fucking <laughs> it worked. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. At uh, least for that, it was you know we could see that it was it oh, wasn't good because there were people who were pretty much like you know if imagine if you went to have a, a horse race and you had this horse that you trained for this race mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they took the horse away and like here's this donkey you're going to use. Everyone's going to use a donkey. All right. Honestly, I'm completely fine with it, with the stuff that we've talked about with uh, Van Jam and things like that. Like we are so about the anti-contest. That, like, exactly. Yeah. But that's I'm the thing. So it, about it. You I guys got the, oh man, I tried to do that it. to the Gallagher's that one time at Van Jam. <laughs> yeah. The Gallagher's oh, yeah. were in the finals and I was all yeah. drunk and I was like, make them play off the wall. I wanted to like, I wanted yeah, to like roll the dice that. and like pick a random one. And we've, they, we've honestly talked about that man, with Van Jam. It's just they, like making everyone like got the so finals. mad at me. Stodd like yeah. took me aside. It's like Rod, oh, shut yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> like, <laughs> did Nick Stodd just tell me to shut the was, fuck up? Was was there up? money on the line for that one? Is there was there a mm, prize? No. Oh no, uh, was, there was prizes. There was, was that prizes, not? But no, was that the year? There was the jumbo purple heart. Uh. It was either that one or the the like uh, the skate ply skate ply like mm-hmm. laminated okay. one. I think but, it was uh, the skate. I don't know. The one. other thing about Van Jam is just it's always been an anti contest. So it's like <laughs> Alex always laughs. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna have a contest. Someone's gonna win. We're gonna make fun of them for trying too hard. Like you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, we're just gonna be here to have fun. And like I I feel like if as long as you're coming to it in good faith, like that's in the spirit of good fun of just like not taking this too seriously. There are other contests where you can take it extremely seriously and you can have the like competition and the world champion, but like, you know, there's also space in Kendama for just like having fun and, and like messing with people and like a, in a playful and like positive way to say like, Hey, this is still a toy. Mm-hmm. Let's <laughs> have fun. And like, yeah, you know, yeah. like I, I think in that yeah. spirit, like a, uh, a contest where you're like, no, 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 you got to go back to the old school, like a healthy yeah. kendama or something like that, and yeah. try and like a healthy. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even make those anymore, no. right? Oh, get, the, yeah. get the Ken Alex plastic out. Yeah, exactly. So the, the again, you guys have a different beast of an event. There's definitely focused on just having good times, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. The and I was th- I asked if there was a cash prize for that last one, because I'm sure people would get, you know, a little fired up if mm-hmm. there was, and they're like, now you're trying to give me this Ozora that I have to play with. For this comp- <laughs> like I made it this far. Yeah. And now you're going to fuck me. Yeah. It's not going to fly. But it, that's but- the point, man. That's exactly. Point. Yeah. That's a different, like you said, right. There's a, there's oh, a place for yeah. those like serious yeah. competitions. There's a place yeah. for non-serious. So if Is we, there- if we preface yeah. it well, where you're joining this competition, you you have to use an Ozora two fingers, mm-hmm. like here the here's the tricks or something. Uh, then I think everyone would be whoever would be down would be down and would, would join be down completely. Yeah. 
And there would be, I think, plenty of people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Plenty of people who would be down. Oh, yeah. Or even to use your own. I was thinking of an idea where it's like, if you have your original Kendama, the first one you ever played with, Mm -hmm. that's a comp. Oh. First Kendama comp. Wow. Damn. Damn. Bring that shit out. Kendama ever. That shit is haggard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It could be like haggard in a good way. Like some stall action might be just like, Oh, oh yeah, no, that thing is like, good. Honed. Mine's, <laughs> yeah. mine's pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you got that's all you got. Seriously, you beaten down from so much like cup play, like just mush comment, yeah. like yeah. just yeah, around like the f- USA. A lot of spikes. And, Man, yeah. I have a blue battle that looks like it came from like Imada Sun's fucking bag of damas because the big cup is beaten to like <laughs> yes. half its width. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. I know that yeah. one you're talking about. That, yeah. that oh, kendama's been through some shit. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> All of them. But so there you go. Maybe that's some fodder for uh for, mm-hmm. for Van Jam, like Van Jam, some new ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, it's coming up it. soon. Yeah, right? yeah. July 10th. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully it's not yeah. as hot over there for you guys. It's gonna be, so you can, yeah. Shouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have an ice you have cooler. Man, my ice is already melted. It's warm, dude. I went and put like four more ice cubes in here before oh, we man, started. I also have an ice pack and it's like liquid now. It's, it's warm. <laughs> you guys, I'm right. sitting with a blanket in the oh, AC. Yeah, yeah, and it's probably just as fucking hot there outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Haley's just like, yeah, whatever. I'm just acclimatized. Yeah, I'm just used to the sweat. I'm, just wow. I'm fucking here. We're not, we ain't used yeah. to that shit up here, no, but yeah. I know. No, we not. All right, all right. So, how about let's let's roll over to um to how was the scene when you were there? Of course, when you were Kedama Edmonton, you were surrounded mm-hmm. by friends. You felt nothing awkward nothing weird mm-hmm. uh of course you had smith who is boyfriend aka bodyguard in some ways <laughs> yeah. you know depending <laughs> how protective relationships can be mm-hmm. i don't know nothing but when you went out to maybe different competitions and stuff how did you mm-hmm. feel possibly being the only girl were you the only girl woman honestly i didn't even notice most of the time and that's kind of saying something part of it is also just because i again you know i a ton of my friends just were guys like i you know it's not that i didn't have girlfriends it's just that i was just used to like hanging out i was in you know i I was um in snowboarding a lot like i worked in the park crew like they're all guys i was like the only girl in the park crew for a long time um i was just kind of used to being in those realms of just like male dominated spaces and and sports and stuff so um again like looking back at some of the kendama edmonton edits um we we had an edit that it started out at like battle in seattle and i didn't even realize until re-watching it like almost 10 years later re-watching the footage i was like huh there is not a single woman in that crowd. <laughs> like, wow. And like the reason there isn't is because I'm the one behind the camera filming it. And I was clearly the only person there. So I never even really noticed it. But that I think that's just because I was used to being in that scene of like, well, I'm the only girl. Like I remember, I don't actually remember the first time that we met Haley, but I definitely remember wherever it was, we we definitely had a lot of conversations of like, oh, hey, wow, yeah. another girl. Like, what's up? Whoa. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Who are you? Are you Hello? real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Yeah. Like, I remember. So the first time that I 
saw you. So mm-hmm. I saw you in a picture from the KG Roots tour. It was that like super oh, iconic yes. photo of everyone yeah. in front of the Sprinter van. Yeah, and you yeah. were in it. And I was like, yeah. what? Like, you know, like tight. And then I started to like see your, your stuff more like just, you know, through mm-hmm. whatever the means were at that time, basically YouTube. Yeah. And I, I don't know where we met either. I think it might have been either MKO 2013 possibly yeah or, or some kg roots tour yeah maybe maybe but, i was only there for yeah. i was only on the roots tour for like one of the end stops or whatever i was in japan okay. for most of it with mm. rod actually hanging yeah. out well but yeah. alex was, well alex was like <laughs> on the tour but yeah probably MKO. it might have been mko the yeah. first mko yeah which i i think it was entirely i remember. missed because i was in the hospital for the entire yeah. event actually so <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. right that so crazy. yeah if 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 that was when we met it was probably only for like a few minutes because i ended up in the yeah. hospital with a staph infection in my foot and spent, i remember yeah, that yeah spent most of the week so i missed the entire event oh. i was only there for like yeah, I don't know, 10 minutes yeah. or something. Uh, every, good times, like, good yeah, times. Right? Good times. <laughs> but yeah, no, that probably was it then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I was going to say, every time we talk about that, I always think about the fact that you're like, man, I had this thing on my leg and I was just yeah. like, dude, it's fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, here, let's just go hang out. We'll have a beer. Yeah. It'll be fine. I don't remember what I said. It was something along those lines. And then yeah. like, oh, Chris is going to the hospital. I was like, oh, fuck. Well, <laughs> I just felt like shit. <laughs> so I was uh, like, well, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. You know, I always remember that. And I'm just like, ah. Oh, <laughs> Every I know. Time. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like two random things. So like, so you say you weren't intimidated by everything because mm. you were so used to the male dominated spaces. I totally agree with that. But I feel like I started to get intimidated when I started to just travel with like a group Mm, of guys that were like best friends. Like I remember my first Mm. trip ever was to, well, I guess MKO, but actually announced on the Mm -hmm. team was to Hawaii with Dave and TJ and Jake. Oh yeah. 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 And I was like, just so like, it was just such a, like a mind fuck for so many reasons. Cause I'm like, why am I here? How did I get here? Who are these people? Like what is happening? (laughs) But I felt so like intimidated at first Mm. until I became better friends with them. But yeah. I feel like when I was at an event, I didn't necessarily feel the intimidation, maybe, yeah. like you said, you know, growing yeah. up with those types of crowds. That and like also part of it, which is like, you know, a lot of people don't think about it, but I've like come to realize it too. Like I also had, you know, I, MJ said this, I also had like the ability of like Alex being there uh, through a lot of it with me, you know? So I I had like a partner that I could kind of like mm-hmm. turn to and like, you know, be be introduced to other people by and people kind of knew Alex and you know like so I you know I'm not discounting I'm trying not to discount like anyone who does who does feel intimidated in events like I just personally personally never saw it because I a Kendama was really small so it was like mm-hmm. seeing literally yes. anyone else with a Kendama was like whoa you know about this and you're into this too like whoa great cool and also you know I was i you know, used to being in male dominated like spaces and had a partner that could help me navigate it. So yeah, Mm -hmm. but I totally get Mm -hmm. that going on your first, especially if you have, I don't know if you had traveled that much before that, but if you like, you know, never. Yeah. So that's the thing. If like, you know, traveling can be really intimidating and you're in a different space with new people that there's a lot of dynamics too. Like I can totally see how that would be like 
Very intimidating. I seem to recall there being a lot of jokes about you asking if you needed to bring a towel or something, and Jake never like. Okay, you know what? I can explain. (laughs) Yes. So, okay, here's the context, and you know what? Fuck it. I got no shame. I was like 20, never traveled, (laughs) and my dumbass. We're okay. We're invited to like a nice hotel in Hawaii, (laughs) and I'm packing, and I'm like do I need to like bring a towel? So I text Jake and I'm like, should I bring a towel? Like we're going to the beach. Right. (laughs) And he's like, Haley, like the hotel has towels (laughs) and every event for probably like until he was not really with Kusa as much anymore. Like he's like, got your towel, you pack a towel, you bring your towel. And I'm just like, fuck me. (laughs) I definitely remember hearing all of that. I don't bring a towel anymore, though. I never really did, actually, but I don't question it. Hey, man, like, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy would agree with me. Bring your towel wherever you go. Yeah, you don't want to show up to the beach without a towel? Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. yeah, it's like, you never know. Is it okay to take it out of the hotel? You might think I'm stealing yeah. it. I was trying to be prepared here. Shit. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Well, so there's different, yeah, there's, there's a lot of different elements that could kind of uh, make you feel uncomfortable. Uh, and, and yeah, Kristen, there's, you have, whenever you have a squad, no matter who it is, a friend, someone's really close to you, maybe siblings, like, you know, Gallagher's Mm -hmm. and stuff, you're, you're definitely rolling with people. You're going to feel a lot more confidence on anything you do. Um, like with me or, or probably anyone who's traveled to Japan, like there's mm-hmm. the gaijin smash kind of mentality oh, and then yeah. there's like <laughs> like you just do like you're like i'm on top of the fucking world right now when you're with your crew <laughs> yeah and you're in like a new place and stuff so that definitely does go really far so i, I feel for mm-hmm. those those kendama people who are don't have a crew who don't yeah flying solo mm-hmm. but want to like have passion want to go to an mm-hmm. event but kind of are shy about it uh, if you're yeah, a man or a woman. Totally. That, that. I actually do have one story that I remember. is the first time I went to a Kinama event without Alex. And that I will admit that that one, I, I this one just came to mind. That time I was a bit intimidated by that thought um, because it was I was in Vancouver at the time. Alex was still living in Edmonton. And it was with the uh, Where We Are premiere, what the WKT guys, they launched like, the where we are like edit in in a theater in Wenatchee. And it was only like a, I don't know, two or th- uh, four hour drive maybe. So it wasn't, it wasn't too far. And I just finished like my term in school, but I definitely remember having a moment where I was like, Oh, I, I should go to that. Ooh, I don't know if I want to go to that. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going alone. Like, I don't know if I'll know anyone there. And I remember talking to Alex and he said, no, you should go, you should do it. Cause I had already met a few of the um, WKT guys uh, before and I decided to go down and I remember I actually stayed with Jake and Turner and his girlfriend at the time um, in their hotel. And it it just like instantly clicked of like, wow, this is my people too. <laughs> you know, like I, I feel like that was a great moment. I'd never really thought about that until right now, but that was like a great trip to go down there and be like, oh, I can actually be a part of the Kinama event and not always have to be like constantly connected to Alex in order to like access it or to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I can, I can definitely like understand why that might be intimidating for people who don't, who just have to like roll solo and like hope that they show up, you know, when they show up, they'll be accepted. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at least at that time it was, it was definitely worth me taking that risk because it was so much fun. And yeah, I, I definitely 
realized that I had been scared for nothing, uh, at mm-hmm. least for me in that circumstance, because I was yeah. very mm-hmm. much welcomed with open arms. So, so are there, have there been yeah. events after that one where you're like, yo, Alex, maybe you can come late or. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to come to one. It was um, Haley when they, what year was this that uh, you had the first like um, all girls kendama contest in Tokyo. Um, it was like right. Oh, it was in 2015. Yeah. I want to say in Osaka. Yeah. And it wasn't it right before, um, catch and flow or no. It was the day Maybe after catch and flow. Day, day after oh, wait. Catch and flow. That's a different one. Oh, this one. was like different one. Different. Which, the yeah. the, the, the first, first girls one? event uh, was in, uh, I don't even remember the venue, but I remember it was like D- girl DJ, female DJ, yeah. um, female MC, yeah. like, so that one was like the first like all girls Kendama open, but it wasn't called that. Right, mm-hmm. right. But the one that was, it was the last one that we did. It was in 2018. Yeah. I yeah. think the one that was the day after right. I catch yeah, that makes, yeah. That makes mm-hmm. more sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like time yeah. wise. I remember that one. I was like really trying to go to that one and it just didn't line up. Like it was like right before Christmas and it's the busiest time of year for us. Yeah. So I couldn't really make it happen. But that one, I definitely, I wanted to, to, go um and alex was like oh yeah like you should do it you should go but it just didn't really line up um i also remember yeah. speaking of like roots tour like raw it was rod and um oh my God, trevor and matt, matt like Dakota. after kwc was that 2013 yeah that would have been that, 2013 that was that was Glocan cup wasn't it oh that's what it was it was Glocan mm, cup yeah, yeah and i remember that MC. like yeah, Alex uh, ended up going to like the U.S. like early or earlier than I did, like after um, after the Glocan Cup to do like the KG Roots tour, and yeah. the four of us just like ran around like yeah. Tokyo, like because that was right before the three of us were going to France. <laughs> yeah, right. That was so, for the EKO yes. and the yeah. EKC. So All that was that was great. That was very fun, but also very revealing because I had so many. Japanese like at the same time as like Roush was commenting on like all of our photos on Facebook being like yeah hell yeah Kristen's still in Japan while Alex is in like like the US like girl power and then I had so many Japanese people (laughs) coming up to me and asking me why are you still here like your partner left (laughs) (laughs) I was like oh uh, Uh, I don't I don't I don't know how to answer that sorry so Yeah, so I, you know, the, my Kanama experiences haven't been without those sorts of like uh, encounters, but it it didn't really change my my idea that like this is still worth it and I should be here and I'm gonna have a great time. So, mm. yeah, yeah, hmm. that was uh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was a good time. That, that was when we had the we all stayed in that one hotel and we had oh, fucking yeah. kimonos on. Basic. And, we each, and yeah, we each all had a mugen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that was so good. The basic. Oh, you got to reveal sick. it now. What, what's what's basic? I don't, what's I don't this even inside remember. joke. I was just trying to think. What's not? What, what edit is that? I have pictures. I was I found pictures looking through old shit the other day. I think it was like a standalone edit. I don't even know what where it was or what it was in, but we filmed a whole bunch of stuff where we were in like a like Ryokan style like hotel or whatever. And it's like mm-hmm. we all had these like like uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and um uh we had like these house coats on, and so we just like all got dressed up in them and like did like really simple tricks with our Mugens <laughs> and like it was it was ridiculous but it, yeah. like Tomatsu and Hajime stayed with us that night and it was, yeah. it was a lot and of we, fun yeah yeah that was a good night 
and it's I'm forgetting somewhere. like the basics of it now. If we scour, it, yeah, I just hilarious. I just remember my favorite clip of all of it is Kristen does a spike oh, no. and looks at the camera and just like moves her mouth like as if it's like a Japanese dub, and Trevor is behind the camera and he goes basic, <laughs> like in like a really deep voice. It's really funny. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. But like yeah, really badly too. Yeah. Oh yeah, like purposely. It's if you <laughs> yeah. watch the Radama versus the World series volume 1.2 the france one it's the intro clip of that sweet so okay let's go back to like the comps mm-hmm. uh Kristen, you and Haley meeting for briefly like 10 minutes uh before you had to go to the hospital how how did you two gravitate towards each other to become kind of the uh, the organizers of the all girls kendama comp because from what i've seen it's you two uh yuga the, our lovely Yuka, Huga, right mm-hmm. from Japan. Uh, we have Steph. Is who can, or maybe I'm not sure. Let me know who is the the organizers of that, and how did you come together to create this all girls kendama event comp? Um, from what I remember, and maybe Haley can correct me if this is wrong, but from what I remember, it actually kind of started with the Crom like girls contest. Uh, at least for yes. me, like they had, yeah, they had the Crom like girls video contest. Uh, and I, I don't know, we both entered it. Like Haley and I both entered it. Um, I remember at one point we we're like, Ooh, maybe like, maybe, maybe I got it. Maybe she's got it. And then like Yumi came in and just like swept both of us. And it was like crazy. <laughs> it's yeah. like unbelievable. She was so much better. It was nuts. Um, but uh, I think it was after that, we just started talking. I don't remember who approached who, but uh, we just kind of started talking about like, Hey, we should do this ourselves. Like, like it's sweet that Krom did this, but like, we should just do it. And, uh, and I, over the years, I don't remember, there've been a lot of different judges involved as well. I remember at one point, um, Chelsea May Perez, I think, um, her last name was, she, she was a judge for a while. I remember, I mean, like Caroline has been involved in a ton of stuff, like, um, involved Mm -hmm. in like the, uh, the in-person like girls events, uh, Yuka for sure. Um, Steph's definitely been around as well. Like, can you think of anyone else who has like judged over the years? (sighs) Man, I would hate to forget somebody. I know, uh, right? I don't think so, though. Like, yeah. I think the majority of them were the four of us, you, me, Yuka, yeah. and Steph. And, uh, but and I do I know, know we had Chelsea for a small amount of time. Oh, right. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah Alyssa and Carolina. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Alyssa's that's really like it, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I th- from what I remember, it was just kind of like, wow, we should just do this ourselves. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it kind of just took off from there. Yeah. So what was the, um, uh, the, something that you enjoyed from that comp or let's say like, were you entering any video competitions before? Did you see like, maybe you weren't getting anywhere and then you saw this as possibly an opportunity or did you just wanted to again, add to the, to the community side of it and be a part of it then, or for that reason? Yeah. I, I don't think I had enter, entered any Kendama um, like video contests for example by myself before that but I mean I'd been a part of like the KE edits and the Terra edits and just kind of always mm. been you know I'd toss a trick in here or there kind of thing but I'd never really considered just entering a contest a video contest by myself until that came out so that definitely put it on my radar for sure um yeah and and 
something that I just loved about judging and being a part of the uh, like all girls contest once we took it over and kind of made it ourselves was just getting to see other women like have that same sort of like opportunity of like, oh, hey, like I never really thought about doing this. But now there's a contest that's directly saying like I should do this. And like, you know, this is a place for me to like, you know, try it out and like find my own opportunity and my own comfort level of like entering these contests and stuff and just getting to see so many new faces um, and then see them come back the next year and put in another contest, like Mm. another entry and seeing them get better and get better. And like that, that's definitely my favorite part is like seeing a new person enter and then actually seeing them come back the next year. Cause that to me, that says like, they they enjoyed it the first time and they're in it for the second time and they actually want to do it again and like i i just gained so much satisfaction from seeing that so i'm sure it also felt good to not have to stress about creating a video because like we're in charge <laughs> of it we're gonna be judging it like sweet oh that's <laughs> harder though man. it's hard it's yeah so it hard. is it's yeah i almost so thought hard. that too with the new year's comp and then yeah it's fuck that yeah. i need i need help judging next year i don't want to do it yeah <laughs> Yeah, every year it's gotten harder because just people people are getting better and getting like, you know, gaining new skills and putting together better edits and like more people are coming in with like, mm. you know, other edits. Oh, it's mm-hmm. just every year we th- we're like, man, we're, we're going to try and make it easier on ourselves. And it just doesn't happen because every <laughs> yeah. every year we just have such a deliberation because there's just so <laughs> many amazing edits and so mm. many amazing women that we want to showcase and we want to like, you know, celebrate and get, yeah it's it's tough to like pick winners you know because they're all like totally so incredible yeah so if how how does the uh how does the decision making happen was it is it majority rules or is it like uh like a jury at a courtroom like everyone has to agree or else it doesn't fly a jury like yeah i feel like we all have similar names that come up Mm -hmm. so basically we'll all watch the edits individually Mm-hmm. And then we each take our notes in whatever way we're judging them. And then a lot of the time we have similar names that come up, but then sometimes a random one will come up and be like, oh shit, I got to go watch that video again. You know, I forget like exactly what you're talking about, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's, I feel like it's like a jury situation maybe. Yeah. I'd say it's very, very democratic. We just like, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. We just kind of talk about them. We usually like uh, sometimes like, the same name will come up, but like, you know, Steph will have say like, you know, for different reasons, like maybe Steph really liked like one of the tricks that she did in like this, this ed- part of the edit. And then like, I will really enjoy like just the feel of the edit or something, you know, they're like, so we'll all have like our own reasons for why we're coming up with these names, but we can usually like talk it out and work out like, okay, where does this you know person fit? Like we, she obviously deserves a prize, but like, you know, under which category we might like have a bit of a discussion about. Um, but yeah, I'd say it's, it's, yeah, that seems about right. It's very jury based kind mm. of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always hard. It's, it's super hard. hard. Yeah. Dude. And we, tr- we've tried like, um, you know, shaking up like the categories from going from like am and pro to like just different this year we did like, you know, best in photography, best be- like vibes at it. But, and we still ended up having to get like extra categories because there were just, so many women were like she cannot walk away from this without like us mentioning her somehow you know like so it's yeah it's tough it's tough <laughs> i think rod went the right route by just giving it to almost one person like yeah whoever the sponsor is like you choose where your mm-hmm. prize is going like 
that and like Dude. it's up to you yeah, 100%. i think it is a very smart play <laughs> i can't believe that worked as well as it did i'm still stoked <laughs> on it <laughs> but even still i still had to choose my own winners for my prizes and that was hard enough mm-hmm. it's like yeah i, I want to give one to everyone it's 70 some entries like it's a lot of dominoes to make <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> anybody who's ever made an edit just knows how much of a grind that is and so mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i always feel terrible when a majority of the people walk away with nothing yeah. because i know how much time and energy goes into that and mm-hmm. the first i think the first two years that we yeah. held the video contest i hand wrote every single girl a note mm-hmm. and like gave stickers and a string pack and i was like thank you so much for you know being a part yeah. of this and putting your time That's and energy awesome. into this wow. i mm-hmm. stopped which i should yeah bring back but it, yeah i mean yeah. it's it's a lot of work so oh you know what you should do you know what you could do so i i go to a lot of festivals and sh- actually no i don't go to a lot of festivals i don't know what i'm saying i don't really like festivals <laughs> <laughs> i go to a lot of concerts <laughs> and I, saying? wow <laughs> and i see festivals and there's bands like especially in japan there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, not many bands can come to Japan. OK, so when they do come it, like they can't come and headline their own tour because it's not many fans. So uh, what is it? What are they called? Vendors don't want to bring mm-hmm. them over. So they usually come over during big events. And that's why I don't like events because it's like way too many bands. My neck's going to hurt by the end of the first day. Like, and there's two days of this, like, come on. But they, they have the option, right? You can like get your, get the t-shirt for the festival and you can get like the t-shirt option pack. So mm-hmm. like, maybe, maybe that's something you can do mm-hmm. where you could like design uh, some sort of shirt or something where mm-hmm. a good that when they enter, if they prove that they enter like with some email or mm-hmm. something, or you could probably see. Uh, then you they get like a discount on the item yeah. for some reason. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, an idea honestly. because I, I definitely hear what you're saying. Like you definitely want to give credit for everyone because it does mm-hmm. take time to put together an edit uh, f- from something very simple to someone who puts a lot of effort in like the after within the edit mm-hmm. itself, like transitions, music, and everything. Yeah. You know, yeah, you could definitely see how much heart and what the what they put into it the time they put into it yeah so adding it takes something, a lot yeah. Mm, yeah yeah it takes a lot to like just put yeah. yourself out there too you oh know, yeah, yeah you know it's not just yeah. the time and 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 effort that you put into like putting the edit but it also takes like some confidence to like put this out like not only to you know other people around you in like a contest but like to the internet <laughs> then yeah. like you know be judged by other people so um yeah like i i've always yeah, I really felt like that, you know, that deserves some mm-hmm. recognition and also just like mm-hmm. an acknowledgement that like you can do that. And like we might choose a winner, but that doesn't mean, you know, we're not going to judge you personally on like your edit. Like you are it is a safe space for you to put that out. Like we will watch it. It's not like we're going to go, oh, yeah. this is boring and like, you know, <laughs> skip over it because they're not going to win. Like we I make sure to watch every single edit and give it its time because that they they took the time to put that edit together and yeah. they deserve to have my minute or my like minute and a half to watch it and like, and, and see. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I second that. I mean, to anyone who's listening to this Mm -hmm. episode that has entered probably any contest, but absolutely Mm -hmm. the all girls video contest, like your hard work does not go unnoticed. Like we appreciate it. 
if you're not mentioned as an honorable mention or a winner, like we saw it, we appreciate it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you for entering. Absolutely. Probably mentioned it to a friend at some point. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. something cool that we could do is add like almost Rod, when you created the um the Instagram account solely for the competition, the New Year's competition, mm-hmm. that was a good move because you could then highlight you. I'm just thinking like you could mm-hmm. create a post for like everyone that that um entered yeah like yeah. grab a snippet yeah. of the True. video like your favorite mm-hmm. trick from it highlight so then people who are following can now go and see directly and can follow that person mm-hmm. give them some love on their that's their a really SMS. great idea yeah that is that's, a really great idea that's a lot of phone work but that is that a great is. idea <laughs> that is <laughs> yeah right because what you have tunnel from that mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got like what f- f- no, 70 people and it yeah. definitely does grow but you know just to, to add something to it, it does take time mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's a we lot. We did a playlist one year on the Kusa oh, channel. Did, yeah. We just did yeah. like a, a playlist of every single entry. Mm-hmm. So at least it's one place yeah. where someone can go and just like well, binge all yeah. of the six. That's what the New Year. Edits, that's know? what the New Year comp is too, right? I got mm-hmm. everyone to throw it into the same playlist. Yeah, and that was yeah. like how you entered that's it. Great. Yeah, yeah, that was the best. Yeah. But oh, man, that's a cool idea, though. Like highlights from last year just throw mm-hmm, those up like to, that. Mm, you might see that happen maybe if i can, right? That's if true. I can muster up the thumbs yeah, yeah yeah you don't have to do it like before the end of the competition but like you know maybe leading up to the next one like mm-hmm. once a week here and there like get some more activity yeah like, hey one's coming yeah, up that's and, a great idea you know, yeah absolutely the um let me let me circle back to <laughs> last year judging. i just used palm poco pictures Oh, so yeah, I was yeah. just thinking out loud, but yeah. <laughs> awesome Ghibli movie, by Which the way, I'm not, I'm not mad at. That yeah. That's a good hundred percent. Yeah. But anyway, you were saying you want to circle back to something before. Yeah. I the judging, judging uh, mm. competitions and whatnot. So we've seen plenty of the competitions uh, within Kendama online, in real life, through mm-hmm. videos. Do you girls, ladies feel that you would like a spot behind the judges in a judge seat? at a big comp do you feel maybe not okay i see Haley shaking your head maybe not you personally but (laughs) would you like to see a woman up there yeah i want to see steph up there yeah (laughs) definitely do steph would be pretty good yeah yeah Yeah. i because i think yeah i don't know i think i i would love to see women's presence as judges and just like in more places like of authority in Kendama um and end up agency and particularly for judging I think Steph would rock it as like mm-hmm. a as a judge especially because Steph Steph can be like she's very fair but she's also very cutthroat and I feel like she mm-hmm. has the personality to be like you know the way I see the way Alex judges like MKO with like Daniel Robinson and stuff I'm like man Steph has that attitude she has <laughs> like that personality to be able to do that and so yeah that's the first person that immediately like jumped to mind of like yes I would love to see her yeah. you know what now that you mentioned that I feel like whenever we do have our judging deliberation mm-hmm calls like yeah she comes up with a name that we don't every single time yes yeah i feel like like she sees something in somebody else that we don't notice mm-hmm. and then like somehow maybe the majority might roll sometimes or sometimes we'll end up going with that person but i yeah. do feel like she has a really good eye for just yeah like being a judge 
Definitely. don't know. It'd be a difficult seat to be in. I feel like it would be hard. Mm. I feel like I'd be honored to do it, but I would be scared to do it. Judging mm. sucks. It's so yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah. you really have to be put in a mindset. Like I see it when, when Alex goes to be the, like the, uh, the judge at the MKO and, and, and he just talks about like his, deliberations with like Daniel Robinson like one year before they went and they got in they they actually like got in the mood and were like okay like it is cutthroat time like there is no passing up like all you know just uh ambiguous like plays and stuff like that like they it was you really have to be in the mindset for it for like some of those like major competitions that are that really it comes down to like you know inches and discretion and whatnot Um, and uh some people I think have that personality I personally don't. I, I wouldn't want to necessarily be the one sitting at that table judging like World Cup or or MK or NAKO now. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I would love to see a woman on that panel for sure. Primarily because I also, feel, I also feel like women should just be in the open. Like, I mean, I know mm-hmm. they are at like at KWC that like they are just in the regular contest and like placing like very easily. Um in like well above most of us yeah and so but i would i i just would love to see more women just entering the mk or nako i keep saying mko like it's nako now um but the nako <laughs> open like you know i'd love to see more of that um yeah so i, yeah. I feel like if they're going to be there there should be women judging them you know someone's got someone's to be the first to uh yeah. fly the torch though yeah you know there yeah. might be some people who maybe who maybe steph's gonna be like Maybe if Haley does it, I'll do it. Like, you know, <laughs> I could. We could make an agreement. I feel yeah. like if she said she would do it, if I did it, I'll, yeah. I'll take. I'll do it once. Right? And I'll let her. I feel like also too, like with the judging panels, a lot of the time it's just someone who's been in kendama for so long, like Alex, mm-hmm. Daniel Robinson, like all these people that just really understand kendama. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it would have to be somebody who is been in it for as long as mm-hmm. them to make mm-hmm. it an even fair judging panel yeah. as well yeah. and yeah. Steph absolutely like needs that we're just volunteering yeah. stuff so okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, so someone let Steph know she's gonna judge know? at the uh, NAKO yeah. I guess we should yeah. tell yeah. we should probably tell talk to Sweets about this talk to Sweets about it. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no I, I agree with you though Kristen mm-hmm. I think it'd be awesome to see a woman judge and I honestly never really thought about it like oh, it never really crossed my mind yeah. but now that you mention it, it's like, yeah, let's, yeah. we should make that happen. Because mm-hmm. I've, yeah. I think that plenty of people can look at all girls comp to see as a, like kind of like a novelty thing. We were, I was briefly talking about it before we started recording how, you know, like pride month or like remembering, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people of this race, ethnic backgrounds, uh, mm-hmm. even simple things like mother's day, like time to hug your mom and to give you something extra on that day, which like, actually this is yeah it's good to focus on it but it shouldn't in the same time it kind of puts in our minds that it's like just that one day even though like you don't feel Mm -hmm. like it's that one day but it's like it's the one day i gotta call my dad Mm -hmm. on father's day to say thanks give him like a tie (laughs) or some socks or something but it's not (laughs) just like that so i could Mm -hmm. feel like when the all women all girls kendama comp the video and stuff like it could be seen as a novelty that's what i was like thinking like yeah a woman behind the judge seat mm-hmm. booth yeah show up more yeah. a, as a stronger authoritative figure within kendama mm-hmm. to show more people that like yeah you know i i believe even within um what was it soccer like i've seen Football. now women referees 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the guys competition you know and of course they get shit for it at you know at the beginning um Mm -hmm. but it's it's legit and something that like everyone should just be open to yeah Mm -hmm. no i i definitely agree and honestly like that you know you're talking about like making um like or the perception of novelty when you have like these specialty like events or divisions i remember like one thing that Haley and i originally like kind of disagreed on but like she really changed my mind on it was that idea of like having like uh women's categories at like major kendama events because i saw it as like a novelty like novel novelization i don't, I don't know if that's a word but like <laughs> as like an act of like basically saying okay like here's the women's category let's just shuffle it to the side put it in the morning yeah. so like not everyone has to watch it if they don't want to and yeah. and then mm-hmm. the real competition starts later and i took a great issue with like the idea that something could happen that way um but mm. Haley actually changed my mind a lot on that like on the idea that it is just about like confidence and representation and you know I had not even really thought about it for a long time that I didn't really enter any contests as by myself because I was like ah, I don't really need to do it until the crom contest directly like marketed mm. towards me and go like hey this is for mm-hmm. you you should enter um and so I think I think those those spaces are really really important and and Haley's been very like key in in changing my mind on that um but I also don't think that they should be the end goal um and I think mm-hmm. that you know having having women and having people who are not traditionally in positions of power take positions of power like that in any community but you know specifically in the kendama community that we're talking about I think that's really powerful and it's a it's a show of like a more lasting progression and a more lasting change than just having like oh a women's category or like yeah you know a, a women's like competition like i i also loved just having like the women's contest like the all girls kendama contest especially the ones in person because it felt like a special event that wasn't just like a sideline event it's like the main event is yeah. showcasing <laughs> women um and and i i hope that that is as um, like effective as I, as I'd like to think it is in like actually bringing women out and like showing them that they can be confident and, and welcome in the community. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I feel like too, I, I mean, I'm going off a few things you said, like mm-hmm. the in-person girl events, the all like the AGKO, I always found it so awesome that more men still showed yeah. up than women. Yeah. Like there was always <laughs> like too. double, triple the amount of men there just there to support like, that event is just meant to be fun, you know, representation yeah. and fun. Like it's very low key. Mm-hmm. Um, and to like women taking position of power in Kendama, I feel like you are a perfect example of that because you are not like, you know, in the forefront of the camera or like right on social media, but you are a, a woman business owner in Kendama and like how many of those are there? Yeah. Thank you. Like not that many. I'm cheapish. You know? So I feel like <laughs> one. Can we say? Yeah, one? I feel like these, Kristen, like I think like so. Yeah. These, like, can we just say one? From what yeah. we know, yeah. Of, or like, like Yuka. Yeah. I mean, she has been. Yeah. 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 Not that she was a, a business owner, but she had a huge role in the in the mm-hmm. Japanese in scene, mm-hmm. yeah. female and non. But you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah. There's been a few. Like uh, I think of RK from Kendama Care. She doesn't oh, make yeah. kendamas, but she does oh, things. Yeah. CC had. On track kendama, right? She didn't. She didn't make kendama, but she bought every kendama ever. Every yeah, dude, it was ridiculous. (laughs) I could not believe the first time I saw her like at an event in Japan, dude. The first time I met her, she was like me and Zawa, and she was great. 
Yeah. Like, they're all yeah. sold out. Those ones that were all like 500 bucks each, like they're gone from the table. Yeah. Like, yeah. All at once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 No, definitely. Like I, I, yeah, I've, I've also noticed, I, I mean, again, like I've, I hadn't really stopped to think about it that much until, um, being asked to like be on this podcast and being asked to be on like the review and stuff. Um, but I definitely have like stopped and kind of reflected on the fact that, you know, when I first started Kendama, I was just kind of coming in as everyone was coming in and trying to like, you know, be vocal and make change and just say like, I'm going to be here. Like I, you know, women are in Kendama because I'm here. Like I, and not, and not to say that like I caught it, but it's like, I'm here and I'm a woman. Therefore, there's at least one woman in Kendama and like Haley yeah. is very yeah, much the same sure. way, you know? Um, and I definitely have like come to reflect on the fact that my position has changed in this community in the last 10 years. I'm now like, you know, no longer that person who is like pushing from the sidelines for like change. We must do this. It's like, I do recognize that I, I do have power. I do have influence. I, I get to influence some of the decisions I've, we make as a, as a business, like the designs that we do, the, the steps that we take on, um, certain like actions or decisions about like, about our team, about players, about events that we go to. Um, and so I, I think that's, I never really like stopped to think about how much like influence I, I can have on these things, um, until being asked to be on these podcasts and stuff. Um, but I think it is important to also, you know, use my role now to allow other people to speak and to enter Kendama. And I think that's why I really still enjoy doing like the, the, of the contests and the events and stuff every year. Cause I feel like my role is like taking a bit of a back seat again now and, and hopefully allowing like listening to others and allowing others to like speak and, and join our community. Cause I think it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. I agree with all that. For yeah. Sure. Hell yeah. Definitely. I think yeah. that's the, the lifespan of a, someone who's been in the game for a while. I think mm-hmm. Sweets said it himself. He's like, you know, there's no more competition Sweets. He's like, I'm not going in to try to win any competitions at the beginning mm-hmm. where that's what his idea was. Mm-hmm. That's what he wanted to do. But mm-hmm. now he sees like my time has passed even though he's still young as shit. I always get yeah. surprised how yeah. young he is. I think I'm older than Sweets for like a year <laughs> yeah, or two. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think Sweets is like right in between us, Rod. Like I yeah. think he's yeah. a year older than me and a year younger than you. Yeah. yeah. He's He's got more yeah. gray hairs than I do though. <laughs> 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 it's that dad life. The dad, dad life, yeah. yeah. It, it must be. <laughs> company life, yeah. It must yeah. be. We, yeah. Still love you though, Sweets. Don't worry, buddy. Yeah, dude. So, so yeah so taking that you know the the back seat mm-hmm. and letting the new people kind of shine and move forward that's definitely mm-hmm. a, a spot that's what we grow into evolve into yeah um, definitely mm-hmm. so there's a few things uh we touched upon a bit of like some things that were uh, feeling like novelty within the all girls kendama comp for me personally there's mm-hmm. there's two things that kind of stand out uh with within the realm of paying respect to women within mm-hmm. the scene or anywhere. Uh, and one, actually, I didn't know until a friend pointed out and I was like, oh shit, am I doing something bad? Cause I think, you know, sometimes <laughs> we just don't even know mm-hmm. using the word female. How do you two feel about that? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I don't think I want to like, I don't know if I should even just be, okay. Like, okay. Because, <laughs> cause I would, I would use it. And, uh, and hmm. I forgot when it was, I think, 
I had a podcast with with my previous company, and uh, mm-hmm. we were just talking about just like how guys do some things and how girls do mm-hmm. some things. I forgot what it was exactly, but mm-hmm. it. But I I use the word female. I think both of us did, and a colleague of mine who listened to it, he's like, you know, you shouldn't do that. He's like, if my grandma listened to that, she would have pulled your ear like so hard. I'm like, what I do? Like, I didn't even know. He's like, if you use yeah. the word female, then it's you're, you're just talking about them as like, almost like, like animals. Like there's male mm-hmm. dogs and female dogs, you know, like yeah. you're looking at the sexual well, reproductive mm-hmm. organ. Like that's the focus. And I'm like, yeah, well, fuck, I think really? I mean, there's I'm like, but what about <laughs> like in sports? They say like female baseball mm-hmm. teams, don't they? So I Women's was baseball, just, maybe. yeah, right. no, there's 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 a bit of I mean, again, I'm I'm going to couch this as saying that this is how I viewed it and how I, I, I mean, I, I do. I did take a lot of like feminist like courses and stuff in school. So I have a bit of like a working knowledge on this. I'm definitely not going to claim to be an expert and people can always come and correct me but um from my understanding and and i i can feel this as well a lot of the time is it just comes as like a bit of a disconnect between how people would refer to men versus how people refer to women or or like Mm -hmm. you know the fact that in the same sentence some people can say oh like the guys did this but the females did that um and it and it does like it can have a bit of like a mo- of of a, a patronizing like feel to it of saying like mm-hmm. okay like this this person you're you're referring to like a guy as a guy it's like you know a term of endearment and then you're referring to a woman or a girl or like your friend as like by her biological sex um, and I think part of it also comes down to um, I prefer to use like female and male in in terms as of like an adjective as opposed to a noun so that's why it's it to me it feels less egregious or it feels more comfortable to say like female baseball player because you know it's an adjective it's adding on to the description of like it's relevant in that moment to say that they are like a woman who's a or a female baseball player as opposed to just like um a male like you know I, i i don't i don't know if like you would feel quite the same way if like everyone just can't walked around and started referring to you as males oh the males are in the room the males are coming over you know like i don't i don't know i don't know if that would like really translate over but i feel like that's um you know i I, the disconnect is is often just in that it's used in in one context and not the other um it's a it's a really complex debate though Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of like facets to it so it's hard it's hard to like give an easy answer and say like that's the answer because it often isn't but yeah. in at least at least for me, it's usually when like it's usually when there's that disconnect or when someone's referring to you as like a noun as opposed to like an adjective that's adding on like information to, a, you know, a person otherwise. So, yeah, it's a, it's a tough it's it's hard to navigate because there's no like extremely clear cut answer as to like when you're doing something like correctly and when you're going to offend someone. So. Yeah, I, I can understand mm-hmm. that it's it's hard to like navigate that. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It almost just feels weird to me to use like the term female in in that kind of way too. Mm-hmm. Like just like just sound wise, it just doesn't feel like it has the same flow as like yeah. oh, a girl, like a, a girl or like a woman. For you know, mm-hmm. it's like a, it's yeah. like you're saying like I wouldn't call like a guy a male. I'd call him a guy yeah. or like or a dude or a man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that that's another yeah. thing. Like girl and women. Like you know, 
Lil Bow Wow doing Stay Lil, you know, it's like, <laughs> turned you, into the Bow Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, yeah. This is, it's interesting because I feel like I just, I use these terms interchangeably and oh. I don't mm-hmm. critically think about it. And maybe I should. And maybe that's my error. But like when I think of, when I say like, oh, the all girls Kandama open, mm-hmm. I don't think of it as like anything different than if it were called the all women's Kandama open yeah. or like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this is a female yeah. event. Like, I just feel like I, I just use the terms interchangeably, mm-hmm. but I also like yeah. haven't taken feminist courses and these things. I just, yeah. I mean, right. the words, I don't know. These are all so cultural, like cultural issues. And, and, you know, it's like, there's no one mm-hmm. answer to any of them. And like, you know, feminist courses only get you so far before you have to just like actually engage in the real world. Like they help you to a degree, but like, you know, um, I remember even having uh, conversations with like Yuka about this because, you know, English is her second language. So she just didn't really see the concept that like female and woman could have different uh, like meanings to them um, or different connotations to them. And so like, you know, it's not only just dealing with this within like our world, but it's also dealing with this within the culture and the society that we live in and their Mm -hmm. perceptions. So it's like, it, completely compounds and just yeah complicates like an mm-hmm. already pretty sensitive topic and like you know sensitive for like good reason at, at times too so mm-hmm. kind of the way I tend to take it is just to to meet people where they are um and just say like you know do you want me to just like what do you want me to call you what do you want me to refer to you like you know mm-hmm. open up and say oh, like oh whoops I'm sorry like if you make a mistake and they say oh I didn't like that um mm-hmm. and and just, you know, like try to refer to people just as like full human beings, as opposed to just like, you know, um, referring only to like a part of them. Um, and I know it's like easy to like get overwhelmed by that or like not think about it in the moment. Um, so a lot of the time for me, it's just kind of taking that step back. If like someone looks offended or if, you know, I said something and they go, oh, I didn't really like that. Um, yeah. Not taking it too personally and just saying like oh how can i learn from this moment to like move mm-hmm. on so mm-hmm. there's, yeah. there's a term like that in japanese called yeah. ky which is short for kuki yomenai kuki means air yomenai yeah. means you cannot read so mm-hmm. it's like you do not oh. see that that person is really yeah upset at the rude comment that you gave right uh, right and yeah so oh, there's interesting. there's there's definitely there that kind kuki of yomenai. kuki yomenai ky not the jelly. Because that's not all of us. <laughs> that's like the direct joke after anybody explains that in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, KY and Kukiyomenai. And, and that's like a big thing where I see, like, yeah, it's kind of surprised mm-hmm. when people don't see that physically on a face where you can mm-hmm. see like they're they are not happy anymore. You should kind of maybe like take a pause of what you're doing. But like for me, when I was using the word female before, like when I was saying it and my friend was explaining mm-hmm. it to me, I was like, oh, shit. Like this was just something I was just t- totally oblivious to, mm-hmm. uh, like didn't mean anything by it. And I kind of feel like how you're mentioning, Haley, like you also like didn't really don't really think deeply. It's just because you growing up and everything was cool. So mm-hmm. you didn't really have, you know, second thoughts. So I think there's a few people who might be within that realm. I just wanted to bring that up to, to if anyone had yeah. a question like that, you know, some listeners, um, they could probably mm-hmm. talk about that. And my other thing was, let's get real, can we? Because we do <laughs> on the nerds. Iwata-san's, uh, it's awesome that he's creating those trophies for the for the video competitions, right? 
Mm-hmm. But two years ago, mm-hmm. when he made that sparkling pink one, I was kind of like, does it need to be that? I mean, I kind of like fuchsia pink. pink that was like a uh, really yeah. strong. But yeah. then he put the kiss mark like on the back of the Tama or something. Yeah. And I was like, I yay. Like, it's very like, yes, it screams. It screams. Yeah. yeah woman. Very feminine. Again, like we were just saying, people could take it as like a positive or a negative, depending on how you're looking mm-hmm. at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as well as like within Japan, like, like you know, maybe he even didn't think of anything of it. He was just thinking in his mind as an artist, like, oh, it's something for all girls competition with something feminine. Uh, but from mm-hmm. his background, you know, maybe it's, it's who knows, more sexual orientated. That's why he's got the like kiss mark and stuff. How did mm-hmm. you girls feel about it? Women? You too. How did you two feel about it? <laughs> to be a hundred percent honest with you, MJ, I didn't notice. Whoa. Okay. Wow. Well, I definitely noticed. I didn't. Yeah. I. I mean, I've always looked at his trophies, but, but here's the thing: is because that one was less recent than the uh, the other two, and he themed the last two based off of the flyers I made. The same mm-hmm. color That's true. scheme. That's true. He and so I think did, in my yeah. mind, I just completely like overlooked it i do remember that trophy though mm-hmm. and now that you bring it up i i understand like i, I don't know i i try to believe that most people have good intentions mm-hmm. and most people are good mm-hmm. people and i think maybe in japanese culture and you can correct me if i'm wrong like that is maybe more socially acceptable than it would be in america mm-hmm. at that yeah. time maybe mm-hmm. like things feel a bit more divided there and not necessarily in a bad way, but just like, you know, the female versus male onsen, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I honestly didn't really notice it. Okay. I was just like, wow, thank you so much for putting the time into this trophy. That's beautiful. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Or yeah. maybe I'm just fucking oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it could have, it could yeah. come from like a, the, the, an artist or des- designer's perspective. I know Kristen, you went to mm-hmm. school for that. I did mm-hmm. online school for graphic design illustration. So I oh, definitely yeah. like you, you were talking about on the review. Once you go mm-hmm. through that, you see the world through a designer's like you see like oh they added some drop mm-hmm. shadow to create that effect oh that's pretty sweet oh look at the nice like color scheme on that composition over there that's dope i want to use that yeah. something you know <laughs> like a skater when they're riding around town and they see handrails and stuff or like some like curves that like oh like mini ramps it's like oh I, mm-hmm. you see the world's differently mm-hmm. so yeah, maybe definitely. maybe that's what it was how you know we have our, our brains have been trained to think of uh, a thing, say women, mm-hmm. and then you turn it into, you can break it down into so many different types of images and different mm-hmm. points that you want to focus on to say this image represents women. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why mm-hmm. I saw it like that. And you too, Kristen. So let me hear your, your side of it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely noticed it. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I honestly, like, I, I do want to say that like, I, I'm very appreciative of, of the course. fact that Iwata-san puts all these trophies into place. He's so, he's very gracious to like donate them and, and everything. Um, and he puts a lot of time in them. I can tell that like, they're so unique every year. Oh, yeah. Like he clearly tries to like, like, like Haley said, you know, the last two were modeled after the flyer that like she put together. It's like, you know, I can tell that he puts a lot of thought into them. Um, I will say that it's a, a lot of 
a lot of stuff that tends to be marketed towards women, the very first thing they think about is just like, well, let's make it pink. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And so I, I think that's, you know, I, I don't know if that's like a cultural just disconnect or if that's just, you know, no, like no one was there to kind of like help him move past that first idea of like pink women. Yes, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I mean, that's a if, big thing within like marketing, you know. Uh, it is, yeah. Like pink it, pink it, and, and shrink it. Pink yep. it and shrink it. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and charge twice the price for it. Pink tax is like very yeah. Yeah. The Pink yeah. tax. That is yeah. very it's also It's also a challenge because when you're trying to market or, or encapsulate the complexity of such a diverse and large group of people, like they're literally about half of the people on this planet, um, it's really hard to like, if you're trying to capture absolutely every single aspect of just that group and you're using that as like your common denominator, you're going to fail. Like, how do you possibly yeah. encapsulate yeah. the complexity of that? So I feel like, and I mean, that's where stereotypes come from is just this, this very human effort to categorize the things around us in order to understand them. And, you know, I, you can't fault people for that because it is extremely human to do it. But it also is where a lot of these problems come up is just like simplifying and reducting, you know, reducing mm-hmm. someone to just this common denominator of like, oh yes, well, we're all, we're all women. That's it. <laughs> like, so um, yeah. it's a really hard design question to answer because there's, there's again, no one right answer. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, my my honest answer is that uh, I don't think it was I don't think it was like uh, intentional. I don't think it was like um, oh man, the word I'm looking for. I don't think it was like I don't think it was intentionally. I don't think he like aimed to cause malicious or anything. Or anything. Malicious, yeah. thank you. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. Malicious. <laughs> um, but I I just I would love to as part of just having more women in places of authority in kendama and i think this can be translated to also having more like people of color in places of authority people mm. you know marginalized mm-hmm. groups in places of authority is that they can then be in places to, of decision making to just just to see that before it goes to print and go oh wait hold on maybe yeah. we need to rethink that <laughs> you yeah. know like yeah. you know i don't think like you're trying to do anything here but like maybe let's just like pause on that and like yeah, you know totally. again i i kind of said on like the review the other day that like the your first idea in design is not usually your best idea but it usually has some insight to it and i i think like those kinds of moments are moments when you can like just take pause and go like okay wait there is something here but like is this the is this my first idea or is it my best idea and just mm-hmm. like you know so i i, I think like having those sorts of conversations in good faith and like allowing people to be mm-hmm. in positions of authority of authority to say, Oh wait, maybe that doesn't actually represent us um, is important. Yeah. So, so maybe opening yeah. up a dialogue with yeah. Mr. Iwata would be uh, helpful <laughs> for, if anything. So do you, so then do you not see the trophy at all until it's done? Is that like a reveal? Pretty much actually. Yeah. Wow. Like, we don't have any say in it. Like, we'll get a photo maybe. I mean, once it's finished, we'll get pictures. But no, we don't really don't Mm -hmm. see it. But I will say, going off of that, I don't remember the kiss mark, first of all. I just don't don't remember remember that. I I, I remember it being pink. I don't remember the kiss mark. I remember it being pink. 
Yeah. Was there not and a I kiss mark? Also, I, I believe there know. was. It was. I remember like the <laughs> fuchsia, hot pink, sparkly. Yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. there was yeah. a sparkly silver kiss mark on the back. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember the kiss. I believe you, MJ. Yeah. I just don't remember seeing it in my mind. Yeah. I don't know. Part yeah. of it is also. But I will I'm, say though, like. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, like, very similar to that topic, but. A long time ago, one of the first Kendama shirts that was made that was like mm-hmm. a women's fit and cut was mm-hmm. pink with a heart. And of I course. did notice that. And I was like, I wouldn't wear that, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and I think like, but it's also hard too, because you like, even though you might notice something like that, like I overlooked the trophy, but, uh, you know, the shirt, for example, it's like the intention was good. The intention mm-hmm. was make something for somebody yeah. and yeah. we're trying to it's the intention is good so sometimes it's very hard to criticize mm-hmm. when you know somebody is like a really good place in their heart for doing something yeah yeah That's, i think it falls no, it's a fine line yeah. But, yeah you know i think it falls to yeah. having but it is a touchy a lot of people as like with kendama like growing as it is anything doing it you know at your in your house pretty much it's only one person doing it so in that case like someone was like hey i've made t-shirts for kendama stuff maybe mm-hmm. someone mentioned hey well, i want one for women's maybe didn't say anything maybe they just wanted like a women's fit size t-shirt yeah. of their designs they already had but then mm-hmm. they could think okay how do i do that normal general idea for women mm-hmm. is maybe put something cute on it right but then yeah, yeah so it's like it's a guy making stuff for a girl like that's not gonna work mm-hmm. yeah. you need to hire other people to you need do have those like things. a woman making it yeah. right right right, yeah. right. Yeah. And that's why like you know all girls comp is good because it's almost like you know like chrome like made by mm-hmm. kendama players for kendama players mm-hmm. all girls kendama mm-hmm. comp is made by women for women the mm-hmm. specialists the secret mm-hmm. operatives <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. The yeah. Navy SEALs. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I wasn't sure what you were talking about first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> yeah. uh, these are complex issues though, yeah. for sure. And I oh, feel like absolutely. if you don't do your your diligence to like learn these things, which I'll be fully honest and like transparent, like I I haven't, you know, I haven't taken these feminist courses. I try, I don't know, I like to critically think about things, but I also try try not to overthink mm-hmm. things of course i overthink things day to day but mm. you know i think it, it's very hard and complex yeah. and no matter how you think or what you say like someone is going to be unhappy with it but i think just trying to keep in mm-hmm. mind that most people come from a good place and mean well and mm-hmm. and want to do well like mm-hmm. keep that in mind too you know yeah. yeah 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 and also i mean you know even i like again i'm absolutely not an expert at this i took you know like e- there's also just a change there's time and a place in like how you talk about these things too and like not everyone you know not everyone has like you know actively engaged in like you know these sorts of discourses not everyone knows like when you're talking about one word and you might be talking about it with a certain definition in mind and the other person is talking about it with a completely different definition in mind like it's literally like you know how it's just basics of how do we communicate and talk to each other and i think Mm -hmm. like you don't have to be an expert at any of this if you just engage in good faith and you attempt to treat the other person as a full complete human being who has their own story and is not just like a sideline in yours and i think that 
in its own right, even if you make mistakes or you just like say something that's like a little bit tone deaf, it's like people will forgive you if you, if they believe that you're operating in good faith, or at least, you know, I will, like, I, I really try to operate with that in mind. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, this is this, these topics are not something that I think people should just turn away with and say, Oh, it's just too complicated. I just don't know how to deal with it. So like, I'm just, it's just not for me. Like other people, it'll affect other people. They can deal with it. And I'll just turn away. Like, this is just, these are just human relationships and just human like interactions, like on a base level. And it's, you know, it's not like a women's problem. That's like, Oh, well, this is just for women to talk about and that we should be the ones like shouting it from the rooftops and like no one else should care. It's like, these are just like human principles of like how to engage with each other so um i really try Mm -hmm. to like just as as i said like just come to people where they're at and you know if and and if they're offended by something that i say you know try to not take it too personally and have a moment to say like okay like what you know was there something that i said that i could i could question myself and think more critically about is there something that they said that offended me that I would like to instill within them by still being kind and like, you know, saying like, you know, maybe think about this, go away and and think about this for a while and come back to me. Or, you know, I I think that's really, I think a lot of people like turn away from these conversations because they're afraid of, of feeling vulnerable or feeling threatened Mm. or attacked in any way. And, um, and at least for me, I think we could all do with a little bit of a grain of just like, you know, levity and saying like, you know, we're not, we're not going to be personally attacked for having these conversations. It's just about how to like get along with each other as human beings. (laughs) So totally, yeah. Yeah. I think the vulnerability thing is a big thing for a lot of people. It's it's Mm kind of scary to make yourself vulnerable, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's like kind of in the definition of the word, you're vulnerable. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) it's not like your instincts tell you not to do that in any kind of situation. Right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. in order to grow, you got to go through the shit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And creating different yeah. spaces. I think, you know, uh, when shit was kind of hitting the fan with this whole women in the scene within Kendama, mm-hmm. uh, there was a few uh, Zoom rooms that were created that were focusing on having the women talk and mm-hmm. having everyone in the community just listen. And that's mm-hmm. cool. But having other forms of it, you know, maybe some people don't take that well or maybe they couldn't understand it fully so then Mm -hmm. it it wasn't it wasn't so effective Mm -hmm. so having you know different ways of of presenting this you know could help other people in yeah it's just like i don't know like like a sales pitch of of an of a new kendama or something like you could advertise Mm -hmm. it in one way that looks really lame you could take the same product advertise it in a totally different way it looks super sweet Mm -hmm. everyone's like wow i want to get Mm -hmm. that thing Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. the presentation uh or having different avenues where people can travel and learn about the thing can help Mm -hmm. difference yeah yeah and also participate in in ways that like they can you know people can actually talk and learn and and participate and engage in it without again without feeling that vulnerability of like whoa i'm gonna like be attacked or like people are gonna walk away from this like you know saying things about me on the internet now or something or this is going to be recorded for people Mm -hmm. forever to see you know like having having spaces where people can come to each other as equals is really important i think in that because yeah yeah so just having yeah i'll definitely start within within i was going to say that can definitely start within uh within 
friendships. That's going to be the strongest, mm-hmm. probably even more yeah. than like if your parents mm-hmm. sat you down and started yeah. to talk about these <laughs> themes, like friends yeah. kind yeah. of like touching upon these, these things totally. that each other are saying. Uh, that'd yeah. probably be the best way to influence Definitely. the people around you to be mm-hmm. more open yeah. to this way mm-hmm. of thinking. Um, it's not easy to yeah. do. Everyone who's listening, who's no. like maybe not vibing with this, like it's not easy. Uh, it's no. not going to, especially in the heat of the moment, if something happens where someone takes offense mm-hmm. and you kind of take offense back, like you're not going to be able to stop and think like, did I do something to offend them? Yeah. Like you're just going to be like, yeah. this, in like the road rage kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this but all kind of ties back into what we were talking about earlier about like with events and stuff where if you are having a goal where if you have this goal in mind, you don't just like wait till you're perfectly ready to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think this is a good example of like they were, saw something and they're like, well, we have to do it. Let's just do it. And whether it was perfect, whether it mm-hmm. had this or that, it was, they did it, you know? And, yeah. Yeah. and I feel like that's kind of like the same reason, like why we were talking about like doing these like episodes with some women in the scene too. It just has mm-hmm. like, we kind of saw this little bit of a discourse, like the ripple of like, you know, all of society coming into the Kendama scene and all of this shit. And then it's mm-hmm. like, well, maybe we should talk about this. Like, why not? Yeah. not? Like if this yeah. is going to be an issue, then like, let's fucking talk about it. Cause it doesn't have to be an issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And it, and there are places for these like massive panel discussions and like larger, like, or like structured ordered, like moments to talk about these things, but they also mm-hmm. don't have to be that large either. They're in everyday conversation. They're in like, mm-hmm. yeah. like you know, as mm-hmm. you're saying, MJ, like a friend saying one thing to another friend in the moment, like that, that mm-hmm. is culture and that is society in the making at every single moment, you know? Totally. So like, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be, like we can have those larger like huge panels but they can also it can also just be conversations between trusted friends that you know, say hey hey like let's work together to just like push our best selves and like yeah. again a very kendama like sentiment of just like trying to grow ourselves and push each other to be better like we can yeah. do that in, yeah. in all mm-hmm. aspects of our own lives you know? yeah. So. yeah yeah exactly just yeah. like yeah. even just within the world just humanity i think there's mm-hmm. that's what i think a lot of people th- like about the kendama community they say it's welcoming it's nice it's equal uh but it's like really that's the like the mindset that the world should have for each other mm-hmm. now that like everything's going to shit like more and more and more as you know when you're a kid when you're yeah. growing up we're like everything's honky dory i don't give a fuck you spend all my mom and dad's money do whatever the hell i want yeah, yeah. i'm gonna get her i don't uh, give right? a shit like but then you get older and you see like whoa like everything's yeah. messed up and yeah. it sucks but you can't yeah. do anything about it anymore so that's why you're like oh you got to teach the kids or like kind of spread awareness mm-hmm. of these things so hopefully within uh, maybe this conversation that we've been having, everyone, all you nerds, two hours into it, maybe more. Oh, Hopefully, man. something struck a chord. We've been grinding uh, yeah. with all these these all girls episode. Maybe not all girls, but uh, <laughs> focusing on the girls, the women mm-hmm. in the community. Hopefully, you got something out of this. Um, one really quick, stupid idea, maybe cool that I had. I think, Kristen, you said something about like mm-hmm. collaboration, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like within dance. You know, there's like doubles, like men, women. So like, maybe oh, there's yeah, like a yeah. video comp that's <laughs> men, oh. women, oh. teams. So like, like video Josh comp. and Josh and Austin, his girlfriend had that yeah. part in uh, in yeah. his edit. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Create a video comp. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's full partnership. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That being said, I don't think it has to be. You have to have a guy and a girl together. Does it? 
You could have yeah, two girls. No, you could have two happen. guys. Yeah. 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 It could be partners. Yeah. Partners. Yeah. Do they do yeah. that with figure skating and shit? Are you allowed to they, have like. Mm, I actually I don't have know. never seen. I don't know anything about that. I don't know world. either. Yeah. Someone yeah. call up Elvis Stoiko. I need to know. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> wow, that is like really tossing back some Canadiana history. Yeah, it's, it's only fucking figure <laughs> like, skater I could think of. Sally and Pele. There you go. That's a double. That's a Canadian Sally and Pele. Are they Peltier? Oh. Peltier? Peltier? You guys, I have I don't no know, idea. Some, someone, Please. yeah, someone who's more ones. Canadian than me, they will know that they were they were a married <laughs> couple who were like a, skate, a figure skater, like partners and stuff. But that's deep Canadiana. So nice. <laughs> Fucking A. Fucking A. <laughs> oh, friggin' right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Man, well, I think we're going to call this episode mm-hmm. soon. Thank you all so much for yeah. hanging out. Episode 50 yeah. of Dominerd. 50, 50 um, Dominerd episodes. Really, really awesome to yeah. have you, Kristen and Haley, again, third nerd, joining yes, thank the you. virtual mm-hmm. studio. It was good topics, good, good things were talked about. Uh, and I think we were all really opened up to have a healthy conversation. It doesn't yeah. mean to be like super serious all the time. There's some jokes mm-hmm. fucking no. slapping here and there. It was yeah. good. A little, little, <laughs> yeah. little vulnerability thrown in there as well. Yeah. So to end it, Kristen, can we get some uh, words of advice to the women in the scene who are possibly feeling a little down, maybe mm-hmm. who don't want to join uh, a competition? Hopefully there are more, though, especially now with mm-hmm. there being zero competitions for such a long time. Oh, I know. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and online ones, maybe f- people feeling more secure, man or woman. Uh, mm-hmm. You're in your, your living room taking part mm-hmm. in these competitions, so you're in your, your home zone for everyone. Um, but what's some words of advice coming from someone who who grew oh. up when you were the only one behind the camera? <laughs> uh, honestly, I I just want to see more more faces in this community. And I know that we've been I, I mean, it's been hard for me to see them because I haven't really been on the like social media and the Internet. Like when at a time when Kidama has like really shifted to that to that to just fully being online and no in-person events but i hope that as in-person events resume that you come out um and you don't have to you don't have to like commit to competing you just have to show up and just say hi and uh i promise i will say hi back and i i want to see you there so (laughs) yeah and and that's really all it takes is just showing up and just just dipping your toe into into something and uh often I, i i'm surprised when i just try it um, and how much better I am at it than I thought I would be. I've come, I've learned that I come to a lot of, uh, new skills and new ideas and things with a bit of an apprehensive mindset of saying, Oh, well, I'm going to be a bad at it already. I don't know. I don't know if I want to try that. Like, Oh, I'm so bad at that. And I think that's like the first time you need to start like questioning like your own thought on that and saying like, I don't even know that yet because I haven't tried it yet. And if I, if I try it, who knows? Maybe I'll be maybe I'll be better at it than I thought I was. So I'm just coming to Kendama event with an open mind, saying like you might surprise yourself. Um, so yeah, I want to see you at the next in-person event that uh, we can actually hold. <laughs> Hell's yeah! There you, yeah, there it is. There it is. And I usually also yeah. ask a little uh, cautious tip for the guys mm. so they can be a little more aware. Oh. If you'd like to add on, you actually did a good amount of that right before. Uh, wrapping up this episode was there anything in particular <laughs> maybe something that that 
nudge you the wrong way if you something you saw in person in the past uh, you'd be like oh that sucks yeah guys yeah that thing don't do that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um honestly just kind of like i said just come to the table envisioning that this person in front of you is an, a complete person with their own story that they're not just beholden to their sex, their gender, their race, their identity, and something that you can see that they're a complete person. And if, if you were treated, you know, if you were treated as less than a complete person, it hurts. It's not very fun to see that. So I think just coming to each new interaction that you have with someone um, just with that expectation in mind that, you know, they, you might not know their whole story, but they do have one. So yeah, that is, that is my advice to guys. Hells yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Hells yeah. Thank you so much, Kristen. Mm-hmm. Everyone out there is listening. Thanks to, for joining yes. us. Uh, yes, it's been a good sesh. Good, good As long always. sesh. Good right? Good it's long looking sesh. Like ready for um Rod, your your screen looks like a like it's a dark, selfie. right? That yeah. was taken in like the MySpace era. <laughs> like that's your profile pic. This is my next opia it's getting, profile pic, bro. It's, it's yeah. getting dark for you guys over yeah. there. So yeah, it's about time. It. T- about time to hit the old dusty trail. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you were saying, got to thank everybody for sticking around and listening to all this stuff. And thank you two ladies for joining us. Yep, Kristen for this totally. episode, thank and you. Haley is the third nerd. Always a pleasure yes. to have you. Yes. Yes. And uh, thanks yes, to all thank our. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, yeah thank you. Absolutely. So yeah. And yeah. thanks to all our Patreons for supporting Kendertainment and MJ and all thank of the you. Kendama videos and madness that this man gets into. Hopefully, by the <laughs> time this shit rolls out, there will be much more. I have a lot on my plate right now. It will be almost finished. So once that's out of the way, I'm going to be aiming the, the fucking target the bullseye During is gonna be like sights. right on all yeah, yeah that's what it is the sights there we go we're gonna be on 100 for gonna entertainment have fucking up periscope ready to there's, fire there's so much but yeah thank you so much everyone who's supporting and continuing to do so it really means a lot it really helps me out push or help me push forward to to keep on rolling with this and to let everyone know there's gonna be w- one more girl's episode women's episode is going to come out i'm super excited for it uh it's going to be fucking good one so stay tuned yes hope you all had a good episode much five zero all the nerds rod yeah and so i guess the nerds are out. out